everybody. Welcome back to Pillow Talks, Mark and B podcast where we just talk. I'm B and I'm here with my lovely boyfriend. Hey, I'm Mark. How's it going, B? Good. I'm excited for a pillow talk tonight. I'm so excited to do this with you. I love hanging out with you. Yeah, it's just going to be a nice casual conversation about lost loves. No, lost this one isn't a lost love. love. This no. is just a piece of shit. <laughs> Let's just, yeah. I'm going to say some very, very nice things about him because he is a nice guy. Mm. We'll get into we'll it get into before we it. get into it, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, today, uh, just if you want to get a hold of us, if you've listened to us before and you want to message us about something we've said, something, some input you have, uh, you can get a hold of us on any Instagram. Just, you know, search for Pillow Talk. All the links are in the description, too, so there's a nice link tree. Um, also, if you want to support the show, you can go to Patreon. Uh, shows like this only carry on when you support them monetarily, so make sure you do that. Throw us a buck. Throw us a lot. Yeah. And if you want some cool merch, we also have merch that you could help support us through too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get some nice little t-shirts, some coffee mugs. It's all <laughs> cutesy-wootsy. So, all yeah. cutesy-wootsy um, stuff. If you guys have any like t-shirt ideas, shoot it our way. I would love to hear like yeah. t-shirt design ideas, you know? Yeah, I'm trying to come up with like slogans or something that I could put on a t-shirt. And I know we've yeah. come up with like, well, we've said some, some stuff like level up or whatever, but like we need like a yeah. zinger, you know? Yeah, like my problem is I'm not a graphic designer, so like mm. I'll have the idea like for Laura hammer have all these fucking memes of me but i don't, I don't know how to draw it and put yeah. it onto a t-shirt so. <laughs> but you guys do yeah 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 reach out to us t-shirts are fun um yeah so uh That's today's episode why don't you give me a quick little second of what it's going to be about yeah so i have been having a lot of conversations actually i think that all females can relate we all talk about relationships that we're in that just don't make sense and I don't understand why this guy doesn't love me and I'm giving everything into it and I just don't see what I'm getting back and I was in this holy shit I can relate to this I can it's heavy yeah there's like there's such a thing as like a one-sided relationship where it seems like you might be the one putting in the effort and the other person might not be Mm -hmm. at all and I got caught up in that and it was heartbreaking like I I genuinely feel like I did break my own heart. If I had listened to what I was seeing instead of what he was saying, if I had read the signs, if I genuinely stopped seeing his potential and started seeing what he was showing me. Yeah things would have been very different that, that that's interesting like yeah like uh, as like a p- compassionate like sympathetic person such as yourself like the ability to see the potential in people over you know the bad yeah. that's something that like it, it's a good quality but you got to be careful like, i even think good it's quality, a trauma response too yeah. where it's like everybody always talks so much shit about me so no matter what i will give you the benefit of the doubt sure. you're not a bad person people are just saying that about you yeah whatever it may be it's like it's a good thing but at the same time you got to watch it yeah um, yeah yeah um how girls and mine or girls and guys minds work are very very different <laughs> i don't i don't believe i you. don't believe you <laughs> i've been told that girls are like circuit boards where they've got like 50 different things going off in their heads and everything's connected to everything everything's talking to each other things are exploding there's fireworks on one end there's like cooking breakfast on the other like all of this stuff whereas a guy is just like one dark quiet room with one box <laughs> and you can open that box and yeah, get yeah. what that box has which is just like games you have to close that box yeah, yeah. open a whole different other box <laughs> to talk about politics yeah close up like it's i'm i'm so bad at multitasking <laughs> um, so you can relate yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um another thing that girls do and it's so dangerous 
I think, and it's not even really our fault. We've got Disney. We've got all of these like movies and books telling us what a love story looks like. Mm, what yeah, this epic, yeah. like you have to get your heart broken by this guy that you love and then he'll win you back and yeah. then he'll fix it yeah. and he'll save you. It's and- so weird in how like a lot of Disney movies, like they don't start off liking each other. Mm-hmm. Like they, in fact, like it's a hostile encounter. The first one yep. potentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's weird. Maybe and not then- in every Disney movie, obviously, but there are like, especially from when we were children, like that. Yeah generation of Disney yep. movie. And in most Disney's it's the guy saving the girl. Yeah. It's yeah. the guy coming in and rescuing the like lonely princess and blah yeah, blah. Yeah, there's blah. so much stuff like Ariel, she gives up her voice to mm, be with the her guy. Voice? What kind of fucking message is that bullshit? What kind of is but that's what we've been yeah, yeah. instilled. Yeah, and that's who you want to play with as a child, Ariel. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, it's yeah. it's just presented yeah. to us, but nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about what that impact has in our life. Yeah. Things too. So there's this movie called He's Just Not Into or He's Just Not That Into You. Girls, go watch it because it's a very good wake up call to what we do. We genuinely do this. I've done this. My friends have done it. It's the worst. So it starts off by this little girl is in this park with this little boy and he hits her. And then the little girl comes running to her mom's like, Oh my god, he can't hit me, blah blah blah. And the mom's like, It's okay, he just means he likes you. Hmm. I'm sorry, did you just tell your child that if somebody hits her, he likes her? Yeah. Okay, well, that's yeah. that's dangerous because look at all the abusive situations that we're in now. But yeah. whatever. Yeah, the yeah. movie is about how um, this girl falls in love with... Well, this girl goes out with this guy and he's not really into her and he's like... There's one part where it's like, okay, I'll call you. And then she's like, okay, sounds good. And he's like, okay, waiting or looking forward to your call. And she's like, well, wait, like, are you going to call me or am I going to call you? It's just a little bit unclear and da-da-da-da-da. That's not very unclear. He's, he's being <laughs> yeah. very clear with you yeah. right there. Like, yeah. and it's, and then she goes about, like, she goes on talking to all of her friends where it's like, he hasn't called me for three weeks. And then the, the friends are like, um, yeah, like maybe he's just out of town and da 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 da. But when he does text me, it's a very nice message saying, yeah. can't wait to see me. It's like, yeah. And then she's got this guy yeah. friend who's all of a sudden coming in and be like, uh, it's 2020. Like, where could he possibly be where yeah. he doesn't have service? Like, <laughs> let's really think about who, yeah. could he, who could he be going out of town with? Like, let's really look at it. Let's really look at the picture. He's just not that into you. Yeah. You're reading into this three-hour conversation that you had while ignoring the last six months of your life. Mm-hmm. And it's very dangerous. Yeah. So I think now is the perfect time to jump into this article that was sent to us um, by one of our listeners. Mm -hmm. Uh, The article is basically about, we're not as choosy about romantic partners as we think. So this is kind of going into like, we're talking about how, yeah, there's red sign or there's flags and stuff. And you kind of just... There's all these signs and you keep pushing a relationship forward Mm -hmm. and trying to get it going. Yeah, Um, like for example, when we were talking about how... I was kind of dating after this relationship and I was very like, absolutely not. Nope, next, next, next. Like I had my standards. Yeah. This is how I thought I was before this. Mm, and it yeah, was not yeah, yeah. the case. Yeah. So I'm going to read some stuff in this article. Um, here we go. <laughs> As I've been studying these decisions, I've repeatedly noticed this pattern where when people are faced with a rational fork in the road, the path that leads to long-term relationship seems easier than the path that leads to singlehood. Mm. Yeah, so should I keep reading more and then maybe we'll come back and unpack? Okay. Research has also found that people tend to overestimate their willingness to reject potential partners who have expressed an interest in them, even if they have some undesirable traits. So, for example, he doesn't treat his mom very well. He's super mean. He doesn't treat anybody at work, but I love him. 
Like, yeah. I, I love him. Yeah, but but he, yeah, yeah, somehow, somehow, I don't even know. You just justify it. Yeah, yeah. And like, um, deciding to leave a re- established relationship, meanwhile, appears to be especially difficult for many people, even when the relationship is abusive. People often experience guilt and negative emotions when they don't make up the decision, or sorry, they often experience guilt and other negative emotions when they do make the decision to break up with a partner. Mm. The main argument of this paper is that, as a rule, people very much want to wind up in long-term relationships, and so our judgment and decision-making tendencies seem to be calibrated toward that goal. Joel told, uh, Joel told, it's just somebody, decisions, <laughs> pussy pot, <laughs> how do you even say that word? P-S-Y. Side post. Side post. <laughs> Fun. Uh, Decisions that move a relationship forward tend to feel like default options, the easy options, whereas decisions to forgo romantic opportunities and reject romantic partners feels a lot more challenging. Mm -hmm. So basically, you could be unhappy, you could not be with somebody who you really look up to or enjoy being around, but you would rather be in that situation than being alone. Yeah, and ultimately, I think that's what it is deep down. Maybe not in every every case, obviously. Mm -hmm. Every case has its own circumstances. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, that like... That longing for a long-term relationship, the benefits of a long-term relationship, you're mm-hmm. willing to put up with a lot of stuff that you probably shouldn't actually, just for the sake of having that long-term idealized relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yep. It, it, the other thing it talks about is how it's how difficult it is to leave um, an, even an abusive partner and how uh, you feel like negativity like you feel guilt, guilt or shame. like somehow like you're doing them a disservice like now you're being like wrong because you're leaving this abusive relationship yeah i and it's sorry it's so sad because i think that i got i got that because of church and because of what i was taught about relationships like relationships are final yeah you're not allowed to date you're supposed to just court so one person and then you're supposed to just get married right away because it's the only way you're supposed to have sex. Like, yeah. So you, and you, then you have to start pumping out children, and then now you really can't get married or divorced now because think of the children. Think of the children. But. Like, it's this crazy, crazy cycle, and it's. I had no freedom in yeah. it. Like, I felt like in this, I was like, in a well, like yeah. just in this bottom of this well. I had no idea what was going on. It was crazy, and yeah. so it's it's so sad to me to see all these people in these relationships. Yeah making excuses and making whatever when it's like at the end of the day this is actually your choice yeah that's the thing man like we're gonna go on a tirade about breakups at the end of this episode Mm -hmm. once we go through kind of your breakup lessons learned all that kind of stuff but Mm -hmm. like yeah it's never too late to leave and like staying like that's like you got divorced i did yeah that fucking sucked that fucking sucked man i broke my yeah, I lost a lot of money, but I was going to say I broke my wife's heart, my mm. ex-wife's heart. Like, yeah. like I, I ambushed her with it, kind of, you know, sprung it on her. There's yeah. there's no good way to do that. Yeah. You know, there's no good way to break somebody's heart. And I did it, and I feel, of course, I feel guilty about it. But here's the thing, like, if I was in, like, any religious institution or if I gave a fuck what anybody thought, I would still be married to her in an mm-hmm. unhappy relationship just mm-hmm. because you were supposed to old tradition dictates like yeah man and wife should be together and you know that's the only way a family unit can survive when that's not the fucking day and age we live in yeah yeah my older brother had a kid with 
somebody and then they ended up breaking up yeah and he kept saying no i need to be with her she is the mother of my child she is the mm-hmm. mother of my child my whole family agreed and i was like no like that yeah. is absolutely not okay it's like him projecting like a romantic idea of the relationship no this is the mother of my child or no yeah. this is the first person i kissed or no blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. whatever bullshit like perfect romantic story on disney this could be me so yeah. if i just stay with this and make this work yeah now my brother's with this fucking boss ass bitch <laughs> of a, like oh my god i love her and my niece gets to see a family unit somebody yeah. who actually loves each other somebody yeah. who respects each other parents that like work together mm-hmm. she would never have gotten that if they had stayed together if yeah. the first mom had stayed together like no and it, i yeah it's so dangerous how you can idealize something in your head fantasize something and then really work and like create this world mm-hmm. and i can show you how i fucking did it yeah and how we all have done you. it you know i curated this world that i thought was what i wanted yeah and he was on the same page with me he was telling me all the same things he was like i wasn't alone in this like i mean we got engaged we were building a house like yeah but it was not what was actually happening in the world around me it was mm-hmm. the world that i was building to take care of myself because the world around me was exploding hmm. it was the only way that i could cope with it i think it was the yeah. only way i could make it make sense it was the o- only way i could hate myself less for it breaking apart i think there's a lot there's layers and layers and layers yeah yeah but do the main thing was just you were not leaving this is one and done like it's forever yeah yeah um <sighs> Sorry, I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> no problem. There was also another level of this too, because in the Christian religion, it says in the Bible that you're supposed to submit to a man. In, in lots of religions, oh, like well, Islamic, whatever. Lots yeah, of these yeah, fucking stupid yeah. religions do this. Yeah, so that's another thing. Like I went to a wedding a few years ago where the groom had a blanket over his shoulder and the, the bride had it over her head. It was literally showing the entire church that she was beneath him. Yeah, and covered. And and I, w- I was, like, shocked. I watched that, and I was like, if anybody ever fucking tried to do that to me, I swear to God. Yeah. Like, um, ju- Just in, like, defense real quick, like, I get kind of, like, the, the, the idea behind it. It's like you, the man's covering this person and protecting her. Mm. She's safe under the mm. blanket from the elements. In a perfect world. You know, there, 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 there are niceties to it, but also at the same time, there's, like, yo, Mm-hmm. We're both people. I'm not above you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But in my house growing up, yeah. that was the dynamic. That was the dynamic. Yeah. He was the man of the house, the head of the house, the like stone iron fist. That was it. And yeah. so naturally, and we are all like this, we go to what we're used to. What yeah. family unit? I don't have this other family unit in my head. I yeah. don't know it. It's not familiar. It's terrifying it's scary it doesn't seem normal like you and me in this relationship is never it's what i fantasized about but i genuinely didn't think that this was possible Hmm. yeah genuinely didn't like i genuinely didn't so it's crazy how our minds i don't it's just crazy how our minds work and i wanted to be loved by my father yeah and so i picked somebody who had all of these traits that were like my father but he was better in this way and he was better in that way. He was different mm. in this way. So it was, I was not my mother. It was way different, like way different right off the bat. But by the end of it, like I was kidding myself, mm. very much kidding myself. I was in the exact same spot where I was silenced. I was 
pushed aside. I was disregarded. I was, it was brutal. Neglected. Neglected. Yeah. Neglected. And it's very important at the end of this, like you either have a, support, a supportive partner or no partner. Yeah. Yeah, like I've I've gone on kind of tirades before about how like you know relationships have a positive person and a negative person. Sometimes you get a positive and positive person. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, when you got that negative person, it's just gonna hold you back. Yeah. It's gonna take your positive and just cancel it out. Cancel and now out. both you are fucked. It's like it's like when you're feeding into like the cup thing. Yeah. I ha- am giving you the cup. I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to you. Now we've got two empty cups because you're draining it. Yeah, my my cup has a hole in it and you yeah. keep pouring liquids into my cup. 100%. Yeah. That is and now exactly your cup it. is empty and now we both don't have any water. It's brutal. It's yeah. such a scary, scary place. Yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. But let's start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I should say that there are like layers and layers and layers because I would never have gotten into this relationship with him if I wasn't in love with him. Yeah. If and I, like didn't see things that were amazing about him and Mm -hmm. didn't have fun with him and didn't love the sex with him. And like in every aspect we had a quote unquote good relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And like, so you were with him for like five years. So there's like five years of context and we're not going to give you all of it, but not only is that like so much of what we do is just what we know. Like you were Mm -hmm. saying, like, so not only, the things that happened to you in that relationship affected things that happened to you 10 years ago deeply affected what happened in that relationship with that relationship is trying to repair the 10 thing 10 years before exactly so it's going to be hard to like unwind every little thing but like if you're going through your breakup like keep talking about it maybe you'll uncover a new piece and every time Mm -hmm. me and you talk about our exes you know we uncover the next little piece yeah um of that like oh shoot yeah eight years ago yeah so as we go through it yeah just uh you know think about some stuff how this like like, kind of applies to your life relates to you if you can relate to it if you know somebody that you think can relate to it and yeah yeah think about that okay let's go let's get into it let, let's hear all about let's call him the tattooed guy what is yeah, that what? tattoo guy tattoo, guy. tattoo yeah. guy all right so where did we first meet i guess would be a good place to start yeah tinder baby. oh sweet tinder oh sweet tinder so for those who don't know who are like locked in the 15th century i guess <laughs> um tinder is a dating app you basically you swipe right you swipe left off of a picture you could open the profile and look, but nobody does. It's yeah. very like, no. So I was kind of like, this was at the stage I had just, I had been attacked by that guy. So I wasn't really dating around, wasn't sleeping around, nothing like that. But, um, you know, I like an ego boost. I, <laughs> I, I like an ego boost. So free, I was on Free Tinder chicken dinner every now and again. Why not? Exactly. <laughs> Girls got to eat, you know? <laughs> so I matched with this guy and his picture was like, him beside some pool in like i don't know la or like somewhere warm so not canada and huge house like he had tattoos he was like super super muscular all of that kind of stuff and i was right off the bat like douche lord (laughs) we're not gonna have anything in common like i'm good not even like i don't even don't even really want to see you for like a minute kind of thing. <laughs> like we won't have anything in common you're probably an idiot probably can't talk about anything other than the gym whatever so then i he messaged me and it was clearly a copy and paste message <laughs> very clearly real effort <laughs> and it was like 
hi, my name is T and I am a businessman. I have a family business. I work with my parents. I'm really close with my dog, my sister, my family. I'm super busy. I go to the gym all the time. Like in that message, he was, he was very good at covering I'll fuck, but I don't have time for any kind of long-term relationship. Sure. I won't have time to respond to you. I like very, yeah, he was kind of setting message, up. Yeah. 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 Which without I mean, just like coming out and saying, I'm just totally. looking for a fuck, yeah. which yeah. All the power to you. Yeah, why not? But you should, uh, like, for anybody listening, if you just want to fuck, say you just want to fuck. Like, yeah, it's not that difficult. Yeah. Don't paint this picture of how you're this great guy. <laughs> and then, you know, sure. it, like, there's just no reason for that. But sure. this is, he was a very, very insecure person. And for anybody that's dealt with this kind of person, you'll see, like, how erratic he was, how violent he was. It was all because he was just trying to cover up this, like, very unloved child that he was. Or he felt like he was. So, um, yeah. So, I should also mention he was an addict. So, he... Well, no, let's... So, the night that we met... Actually, first of all, he texted me. I was like, nope, I'm good. And then he was like, no, no, I really want to meet you. I really want to meet you. And I was like, eh. If... Like, I'll, I'll text him for a week. And if he's still around after a week, maybe we can talk about something. So, then we ended up talking for a week, and then he was like, hey, like, today is the day. Like, now I get to see you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But I'm really tired. Can we just watch Netflix or something? <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you, really? Really? So, I was like, Yeah, come on. Just up. come. come I was to like, my... I'm not having sex with you. Like, get <laughs> off it. You're ridiculous. Whatever. And then he was like, okay, well, let's just do something else then. And so, we ended up getting a whole bunch of blankets and then laying in this field in the middle of nowhere and watching, like, this horror movie. Then he starts making out with me. And I I had already said, like, we're not having sex, right? Like, so I kind of thought that was, like, annoying, but he was hot. Like, very hot. Actually, it was his abs. I had never felt abs like that before. And I was like, oh, snap. Didn't know there could be eight of them. Literally. Like, <laughs> what? In real life? Not in the movies? So, yeah, fine. We hooked up that night. Whatever. Unfortunately for me, that night was the beginning of this fantasy story. Yeah, that night, your mind was filled with so many fucking so chemicals, many chemicals and like the hormones. Like, yeah, he had. We laid there all night talking about his family business and like yeah. family man and family and like security and blah 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 maturity. All of the, like, and I was I had never dated somebody who worked in an office, hmm. so it was a whole new world to me. Where it's like. He's not just a rigger. He's not just some like construction guy who doesn't get my life in the office. Yeah. So that was relatable too. So the next day we started emailing each other right away. And again, like the grammar and like <laughs> construct a sentence. <laughs> oh, and, like, holy Hannah. Like oh, all these nice. just different things that I'd never seen from a guy. Sure. So we, how I described that year was he has some things to fucking work through. He was seeing this girl like after we had met, after we had hung out and kind of determined that we weren't going to date, mm. but without having that conversation, we never had this conversation. Yeah. Um, he started seeing somebody. And so I was like, well, I need him in my life. Like, oh, I'm, I'm already in love with him. Like, I need him in my life. So I'll be your friend. I'll be whatever you need. They would break up or fight or argue and then I would be his sounding board. Yeah. And I loved that. I loved that. Like, yes, tell yeah. me your problems. Yeah, it made you feel useful. You're not like, the at problem. the end of the day, she's the problem. Like, yeah, at the end of the day, he's bitching about another girl. So in your mind, that's like, well. Like and I mean, like, he was not okay. very nice to her. So <laughs> in no regard, like, he, he were talking about a Christmas Even, party. 
he was like, I can't invite her to that. Like, she's got blue hair. And I'm like, why are you with her then? Like, <laughs> she, like yeah. crazy. Like, it, it's, it's another kind of red flag along the way. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you can tell a lot about somebody by how they treat their exes. That yes. was one thing you kind of always was saying about me. Like, oh, he treats her so good. Yeah. Like, you know. Huge, huge, like, huge. Yeah. And there's a pattern here because he has never been alone. Yeah. Even since we've broken up, he's gone through like six different girls and they all overlap each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a huge red flag. Yeah. Because yeah. he cannot be alone. It's crazy. Yeah. So he, yeah, so he had a bunch of issues throughout this year. He was dating her, whatever. And then I was like, have you gone to therapy? Like you should maybe, he was like, oh yeah, I've gone to therapy. I have a therapist. I was like, and what are you diagnosed with? Yeah. And he was like, what? And I was like, uh, if your therapist hasn't diagnosed you with something, <laughs> you need a new therapist. Like, what? <laughs> second opinion. Get a second opinion. And he was like, oh, shit. Like, maybe there's something wrong with me. Like, oh, my God. And then, and this again, this was, this is going to be a whole one-on-one on how to enable somebody's shit behavior. I said that instead of him doing what, like, he would come home from work and, like, freak out. Yeah. Throw phones, punch windows, punch doors, like, all that stuff. And instead of me saying, yo, regulate yourself. Yo, you're like, fucking insane. You're like 25 years old. Can you not have a tantrum like a three-year-old? I would say, oh my God, something's wrong with him. Like, go to your therapist, get some medication. Like, it's it's not you, it's your head. Sure. It's not you, it's your family. It's not you, it's your sister. That's always how I did it. It's yeah. not you, it's work. It's not you, like... Very, yeah, very, without very these dangerous. outside factors, you would be good. Exactly. But unfortunately... <laughs> we live in a world with outside factors. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So he was a few things. He was an addict. He had been clean for a year or something when I had met him, but he had died, like flatlined, legit flatlined. Yeah, crazy. So alcohol, drugs other than weed was not in his life. He didn't talk to anybody who did it. He was very triggered around it. We couldn't go to backyard barbecues without him being like, we need to leave now. I can count six Heineken bottles. I don't know <laughs> beer, but like other kind of beer bottles. Like, I don't know, like, um, Budweiser. Budweiser. <laughs> Perfect. And then, so yeah, so he was always triggered. And I, again, being his knight in shining armor, I'm like, no, babe, we can go. Like, no, I don't want you to be here. I'm so sorry you're triggered. We'll be up all night talking mm-hmm. about it. You can cry. Don't worry about it. Like, I'm here for you. I'm here for your addictions. You should probably go see somebody about it. No, fuck these guys. Like, they don't understand, blah, blah, blah. Okay, you don't have to do that. Don't go out of your comfort zone to get help with this. Like, I'm here for you. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that's a lot of responsibility to take on for for somebody else's life. We also, we're not even dating at this point. Yeah. Um, Already, um, we'll get into this a lot more as the the relationship progresses, but like eggshells already, there's kind of the eggshell feeling. Yeah. So um, where it's like, okay, so we're going to this party. Okay. I'm scanning around to make sure that nothing triggers him. Mm-hmm. I'm already kind of on that. Like, like I need to make sure that everything is okay. Yep. All the time. Yep. hundred percent. And before we were even dating, like I needed to make sure that if we were going to go to the gym, I wasn't going to ditch him early for work. Sure. I needed to make sure that, my cat wasn't around me before I went over to his house. Like mm-hmm. all of these different things that I was changing in my life without even really realizing it. And then I'll like, just to make it easier for him. Yeah. I didn't even realize it. Yeah. So. Brain's weird. <laughs> yeah. So he had this like girlfriend on and off and then we were friends and he would never cross the line. But yeah, of course we had sex when they were not dating. <laughs> sure. Um, 
but Man. again, never, never crossed the line or anything. He never cheated on her or anything. Yeah, and just more kind of just like red flags though. Like if somebody's just getting calling you when they're breaking up with their ex, mm-hmm. like, but mm-hmm. then it also fucks with you. Do like, you know what he said about this? I don't know. This is what he said about this. He was like, I know, like I know, I'm not supposed to be with her, and you're so much like my mom. Hmm. And so I was like, oh my god, like oh. he's gonna marry me one day. Like he yeah. he gets it. Like he just needs to go through this phase. <sighs> And then we're going to get married. Like, he gets it. Okay, so we're both on the same yeah. page. He just needs to go th- Well, call me when you're done that phase. I got no time for your shit. Yeah, that is not but, my mentality. Yeah. Should like, have been. I, I'm just saying, like... But I'm not just- even call me when you're done that phase. Yeah, yeah. That was a sign, like, you are not ready for me. Yeah. If I sit here and wait, then that's that's me waiting on you. Yeah, I'm Already not- I'm waiting on you. Yeah. What? And we're not even dating? We're not even dating. Yeah. But then, like, yeah, he would come here to sleep with you, and it's just like that, like... Fucking oh, chemical reinforcements, the he would man. Say to me, like, I bet. The, and I don't. It's not about your body or your looks. It's about your mind. What? Somebody appreciates oh. my mind? Like, he gets it. He gets it. He gets mm-hmm. me. He's, He's saying me. all these nice things. He's saying all these nice things in this two-hour time that I'm yeah. spending with him. All of these nice things, and mm-hmm. then ignoring me for the next week while yeah. he gets back together with her. Yeah. Like. But now in your mind, like those those switches, those fires, those those have already been, mm-hmm. they're going now in mm-hmm. your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, carry on. So they had finally broken up, but he wanted me to be friends with her. Okay. He was like, you're a good influence on her, blah, blah, blah. But then it was just more games. Like that was basically him wanting to find information about Ugh. her and then throw it back at me. And that at that point, I was like, I'm done. Like you need to buckle up. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Like grow up. And then he stopped talking to her, kind of. But after we started dating, all of a, she wanted Tupperware and she needed this. Fuck. And yeah, just fucking ridiculous. Like they kissed after we were dating for a month. What the? And he didn't tell me about that six months later. The fuck? And she, yeah, I'll tell you about that story. So um, we, they had stopped dating. We had done more boyfriend, girlfriend things for now, like two months. Like yeah. I was over at his house. I had met his family, all of these things. We, I did Thanksgiving with his family, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But he had never called me his girlfriend. And the neighbor, again, I was basically living at the house at this point. Um, the neighbor had come over all the time and it was the three of us hanging out. She didn't realize that we weren't actually dating. Like she was shocked when Whoa. we were like, oh yeah, like, because that's like, we had just fit like that. It yeah. had worked. And she was just not that into if he's not even making you his girlfriend. Yeah. Carry but, on. But yeah. then again, he needed me for all of this emotional support. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So he did need me. No, he so was like, using you. But yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. But I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're saying all these. Yeah, things. yeah. Okay. No, like it, it. It's so obvious to see when people are just abusing a relationship. Absolutely. And like why, why it's happening, and you can see all the good things. We've all been in a relationship like yep. this. Mm-hmm. Anyways, carry on. So then, one night we were hanging out, and I had this seizure. I was sitting in his garage. We were watching YouTube videos and there was things that happened that night that were very, very like probably not okay now that I think about it now. Like I think it was a very stressful situation. Don't know what that seizure was caused from. Hmm. If it was stress, that would make sense. But it's like my, my father had them when he was younger, I think. And so I think it might run in the family. Or Crazy. Just no like idea. some kind of stress some sort of response. Doctors don't know what it was, nothing. But that situation, first of all, that was, he was like, I woke up in the hospital, he was crying on my arm Hmm. and he was like, I can't lose you, I need you to be my girlfriend, I want, like, you need to be with me, blah, 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 blah. To this day, I wonder if I had never had that, how long he would have kept me on that for. Yeah, like, 
it, it, it's, it sounds sweet. Like, oh, she had this near scare and now I truly understand my feelings for her and I love her. And it sounds nice and that's exactly what you would see in a yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. But it's all just chemicals playing mm-hmm. tricks on your brain. And, and this now, is now yeah. trauma bonding. Yeah, exactly. It was a very traumatic situation that mm-hmm. we both got each other through that nobody else will understand. Exactly. Nobody else will uh, see it. Nobody can feel it. Yeah, and it... it it's so easy to see these red flags as potentially good things. Like he was there for me when I almost died. That's a great thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like on the night that he stressed he? me out. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> there's other things here that are happening. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so we, well, I'm going to go back to that study real quick. Mm-hmm. It's like, we want that long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. We, we humans are built to be around other people. You're going to compromise because there's no perfect fit uh-huh. and you're going to compromise with other people to just try to have that long-term relationship, whether it's romantic or just friendship, exactly. right? Um, yep. But some things, some things you should then. not compromise on. Anyways, some things. Carry, carry on with your tale. So we started dating and then he stated November 15th was our anniversary. And by January 1st, he wanted me to move in. Yeah. We had gone to Palm Springs with his family and that was a big thing. Like Christmas are Christmases are spent with my family in Palm Springs. That's yeah. how it goes. And I was like, okay, it looks sweet. Fucking like, sweet. <laughs> I'll take that over like BC in the winter any day. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You don't have to complain with me. Like, no, that's fine. <laughs> but that was another red flag right there that I that I missed. Hmm. Like, are you telling me that in fifteen years when we have kids, you're not gonna be like whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. And I did think about that sometimes, but like didn't really talk about it didn't touch yeah. it because i knew it would make it would start something mm. like so just like let that go it's fine that's like, five years down the road from now when we have road. kids no like yeah. when we have kids we'll figure it yeah. out danger, danger. <laughs> 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 oh my god so um yeah so we started dating oh yeah we went to palm springs that's when that ex was like let's call her um um sasha yeah that's when sasha was like I need a Tupperware and I forgot this at your house and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yo, T, like, let's, like, this is fucking done. End it, whatever. So he met up with her. They went for sushi because evidently you had to go for dinner to exchange Tupperware. What the fuck? And then they wanted their conversation for closure. She kissed him. I did not know. But then she called me afterwards and was like, hey, just wanted to let you know that, like, we had a good conversation. Like, I hope you and I, like, we could be friends, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, you need to, like, no, we're not friends. Yeah. Like, click. And then two months later, he woke up in the middle of the night crying and he was like, Sasha kissed me when we were at the, like at sushi and I didn't know how to tell you and blah, 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 blah. Now, this is me sitting there in the middle of the night being like, well, well, like now I'm not allowed to get mad about this. Like this was three months ago. Why didn't you tell me then? And this fucking bitch called me right after she kissed my boyfriend. (laughs) Are you joking? I hope we can still be friends. Are you fucking kidding me? But then like, it was so confusing to me because like, I knew that I had I had a right to be. I was upset. Mm-hmm. I was mad that he didn't tell me. I was mad that he lied to me. I was mad that she had called me. I was like, yeah. But this was three months ago, so it had happened. It was done. Yeah. Whatever. I I wasn't given myself permission to feel that and get upset about it and yeah. be angry about it. But I did cut off contact. I was like, that's it. No more. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like that's another because, red yeah, flag. Up until is that like, point, she was still reaching out and talking. to Yeah. Me. It's another red flag, and we'll get into it, too, at the end of all of this. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, it's weird, man, when people hang out with their exes. Like, it's mm. a weird situation. Yeah. I, I hang out with a couple exes just due to, like, you're friends with them. Yeah. And, like, but I dated them in, like, high school. It's a different yeah, situation. so weird. But, like, so yeah, different. man, it's a weird situation when exes are still hanging out. There's always that weird, like, 
it's weird, man. It's a, it's a connection. It's, it's they not had to, a connection. They had a connection, and now and they ended it. It should be over. It like, should be you over. shouldn't never talk to your exes. Yeah. Unless there's like some. It's different. It, there's different situations. Masseuse, I love you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't leave me. <laughs> exactly. <I love you. laughs> but um, um, yeah, uh, carry on because yeah, him always going in exes and stuff. Exes, it's yeah. pattern, man. It's but, patterns, so, patterns you don't see until you're ten years out, five years out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know what I did? Hmm. I was like, I'm sorry that you felt like you couldn't tell me three months ago. How do I make myself more open for you to be honest with? Hmm. I didn't get mad that he kissed her. Yeah. Didn't get mad that he lied about it. Didn't get mad that he knew that she did that and she was still around. Yeah. I said, I was wrong. How can I be more open so that you're honest with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. You're the one who took on all this like extra like responsibility, even though he's the fucking he's dick. a liar. Yeah, like, but I want. I. How do I become more trustworthy yeah. for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You lied. How do I become like? Whoa. Yeah. So it, sad. It's it, it, it's 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 like with your parents. You've told a couple stories of um how. Uh, when you were younger, you had a sister. The dad would show favor to the sister mm-hmm. and then not to you because you did something. Mm-hmm. And it just like you would have to try extra hard now get mm-hmm. his attention and get his love. And mm-hmm. what do I need to do now do? Yeah. And the other thing you were telling me about too is with having three siblings and stuff, you're all kind of vying for this attention from yeah. your father. I think about how competitive we are and how like it's we do not have a good relationship. We never did. We always argued and we always fight, fought. And my dad always said that, like, why do you guys, other people don't fight, blah, blah, blah. And now I see it. Like, I think we were all fighting for his attention mm-hmm. and his love and, like. And you all wanted to be the best, whatever that meant. So, mm-hmm. you know, you would get that love from him. And then I win. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I need to do more of and this. It's so clear that that's kind of what happened with T. Yeah. Or 100%. is happening. You know. 100%. You know, like. What, what do I need to do to make you love me? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you should just be yeah. loving you. Yeah. should just be loving you. But what I saw mm-hmm. was, oh my God, he's so broken. He's so yeah. hurt. I can love you. Yeah. I can love you back. I can love you whole. I can help. I've been through shit. Maybe this was why. Yeah. Because I can teach you how to love yourself. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, that yeah. was my mantra. My mantra. Mindset? Sure. Yeah. Whatever. It yeah. Was, and it, it's very commendable to think like that. I guess. I guess. No, it is. Like, you genuinely want to help people. Like, yeah. that's the thing. You genuinely do want the best for everyone around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And you can get carried away in that. That's true. Carry on. How I would describe the relationship was fun. Like, we had a lot of fun together. We hung out together. We laughed. We were, like, up all night fooling around doing, like, videos of the cars and, like, anything he wanted to be fun i wanted to make him happy so let's do it yeah we very rarely did things that i wanted oh. and very rarely without a big argument like oh. but everything he wanted made it made me happy to see him happy yeah, genuinely for sure. like for sure i was happy to make these videos of his cars i was happy to stand out in minus 30 when i broke my back on stop of on top of a stupid snow hill so Ugh. he could drift around a parking lot like <laughs> happy to do it because what you when you're happy i'm happy and the house is peaceful yeah that's what I was going for. I mm-hmm. wanted a peaceful house. And the only way to do that was when he was happy. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. So I'm going to kind of bring up music kind of throughout this because music was everything to me. Like music yeah. gets me, you know, music is always on. Like, Yeah, music's fantastic. Yeah. It but can say the things you don't know how to say. Exactly. And I think I've always been pretty good with words. I write, I whatever. But like T-Swift, man, <laughs> comes out of left field, nails it and like it's good. She did the song Lover. And the first line is, we could leave the Christmas lights up till January. This is our place. We make the rules. 
And then the second verse, it's talking about how we could have friends sleep over in the living room. This is our house. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. I remember when that album came out, I was walking or I was driving home from work and I was like, man, like it kind of sucks that T is so anal retentive and like doesn't let me have fun because that would be <laughs> fun. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it would be so chill if we just did whatever we wanted and we didn't have to live in this like picture perfect we are executives and we are business owners and we're the yeah. f- head of the family of business and we need to look a certain way and, and I got the nicest and, like, car in the, the yeah. block and I was always like what if like it would be fun if we just had a bunch of friends sleep over. Like <laughs> yeah. interesting. But that was the worst. Like he's anal retentive and you know that sucks. Yeah. What our relationship really was, was the following. So we had started dating and like in March. So we started dating November. In March um, was his uh, sobriety date. So I always thought that was like super, super important to acknowledge yeah. that he was sober. He had put so much work into it. Yeah. He was still alive. Like, thank God he was even here in the first place. Like, big deal, big deal for me. Yeah. He was my favorite person. I want to make you feel special. Yeah, as much as I love drugs, like, it's not good for a lot of people. Yeah. And, like, when you do it and then you get caught in that addiction and you get mm-hmm. out of it, good for him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's huge. that's spectacular. Huge, yeah. huge, huge. Good for him. And so, and his family kind of, like, didn't really deal well with it. Like, I don't think they could cope with the reality that, like, they did want this picture perfect home and yeah. they had these kids that were just like way off base, off the wall, erratic. Like, mm-hmm. so they didn't really talk about it a lot or whatever, but I wanted to make it special for him. And I'm going to be his future wife. Like, I'm going to do this for the rest of your life. Like, don't, I will make you feel special. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So what had happened was I had set up this thing for his family or no, I had set up this big surprise thing for him and invited his family. And then I, I asked his mom, I was like, are his sister and her boyfriend coming? And then his mom had texted me back, but I think I just put my phone down and left it open. So the next time somebody texted me, I opened that message and then never saw her message. Sure. So then later that night, but then later that night, he, she called me and she was like, Hey, like we can't come. The dad is sick and blah, blah, blah. But I want, I have a card for him. I want to pay for this. Like whatever. So then I was like, okay. So, um, then Oh, and then I was like, is, is the sister coming? And she was like, oh, I didn't, like, I thought you were going to ask her. I haven't said anything, like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, well, let me talk to T and figure it out. So then I was like, hey, sorry, I ruined your life. But, like, I had this big plan and now it's all ruined and whatever. Do you want your sister to come? And he was like, absolutely not. She's going to make it about her. I can't <laughs> deal with that right now. Like, no. I was like, okay, sweet. Let's go get pizza. Hey, it's your party. Your you don't life, want them? Yeah, fuck them. Totally. Let's yeah. go get pizza. Yeah. So then, and that too, like whatever you want, any boundaries you want to set, anything that you want in your life, I will do. Mm -hmm. I will cater to it. No problem. So you don't want your sister there? Fuck. Your sister's not coming. Yeah. Too bad. And she didn't even know. Like the mom said she didn't know. So what she doesn't know won't hurt her. Next. Whatever. So then posted a picture on Instagram. Fucking social media. My God. (laughs) And then a few days later, it was like National Dog Day or something. And I wanted to see what the picture was of the dog that she'd posted. And she had blocked me. And I was like, what? Facebook drama. We like, is she mad at me? Like, are we going to have a conversation about this? I was like, that's weird because a very, like I had gone through years of therapy. So I'm like, let's talk about emotions. Let's like, I was not used to What are you a child and you're just throwing a tantrum again? Like, yeah. Like I had no idea. You say that about adults often. I laugh and I love it. Oh yeah. That's what they do. It's nuts. (laughs) So then I, I told T, I was like, I think your sister's mad at me. Like, I don't know. And yeah, I guess she was mad at me that I didn't invite her and I made it or didn't include her in his 
sobriety thing. She was, she dealt with it too. <laughs> she, whatever, like, yeah, whatever. And here too was right. She, she made did it, make ab- it about her. Did huh? make it about her. But he never corrected her on that. Mm. And he let her treat me like absolute, like that kind of petty shit yeah. for three years. Yeah. So that was the start of it. And then it just carried on. And it was like, that was him being very blatantly like your feelings don't matter as much as my sister's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I will not make you feel better because a she's not going to come after me because they were all terrible. Like apparently she like tried hitting him over one, uh, with a car one day. Like Whoa, drove over. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> so I kind of like I get oh. that he was scared, but like yikes! Like you're supposed to pretend you yeah. protect me. Yeah, yeah. Like and I was trying to do this for you. Yeah. Like fix this. Yeah. But no. So it was like like we'd show up. I would spend hundreds of dollars for Christmas, and she would get me like like the stupid bracelet which i didn't care about i don't i don't like things but everybody would be pissed sure because it was like a blatant sign of like this is how much you're worth yeah this is how much effort i want to put into you yeah we would they were all big huggers so like we would leave from going to their house or whatever everybody would line up for hugs (laughs) and then she would just turn around when it came to me whoa like very blatant very obvious very disrespectful very like she would talk shit about me she would, and I hated how she treated her parents. Yeah. She would scream at them in front of them. Like, it was so disrespectful and everybody was scared of her. And so I was like, you know, that she's just like, she's just a child. Like, she's just your child. You could kick her out. Yeah. You could do anything. Like, she's 23. Like, you guys get to set the tone here. Yeah. Why aren't you parenting your child? Like, yeah. Well, she acts like that because she probably wasn't parented. She wasn't parented. And he acts like this. Because he was enabled. Like, they're both, yeah. they, it's just awful. Yeah. So, I, I can't imagine having to raise a human. I'm so glad I'm not having to, so I don't so have to crazy. deal with the consequences of, yeah, like, this. just, l- l- there's no perfect parent out there, you know. Mm-hmm. They're, you're always going to do something to affect your children. I'm glad I'm washing yeah. my hands of it anyways. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Um, um, another thing was, like I said, his sobriety. So we couldn't go out to birthday parties because yeah. if it was in a bar, that would trigger him. Sure. Um, we yeah, it, it's like it's like a super peanut allergy, you know? Like yeah. how much you have to change your life just for a peanut allergy. Which he also had, by the way, and I miss fucking yeah. Reese's Pieces. Yeah, my, favorite. my ex had it too. Fuck that. Man, I but actually like, I swore I'd never date somebody with allergies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's, it's like, it's a thing that in any circumstance you're gonna see you're gonna run into this stuff, yeah. and now it's gonna be an issue, 100%. and now you're dealing with this every day. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, and it was just like it didn't. That was his control. Like he he had control issues, obviously, and so he was he would freak out if there was this. That yeah. person can't be doing this. This person can't be doing that. Like he was erratic. He was control. Like it was. He would get to a point where if somebody fingered him while driving. It was his responsibility to show that person the principle of the matter. <laughs> I'm going to pull you over. I'm going to punch your window. I'm going to spit on your car. I'm going to throw burgers Jeez. at you. I'm going. You shouldn't have done that. That's not proper. I'm going to teach you the way. Literally, <laughs> those are his. Uh, that's not proper. And now thinking about that, like, what? Yo, what's not proper is getting out yeah, of your car and throw like, fucking cheeseburgers to like women. <laughs> Like there would be these terrified women in these cars oh, no. and like crying and he's oh, just, man. and he's huge. Like he's very muscular, very tan, very aggressive. And like, he's terrifying. Like I spent most of my relationship terrified. Like, how is he going to wake up today? How is yeah. he going to come home today? I know he's going to be mad. So I'll make sure his laundry's done. I'll make sure he's got dinner. I'll make sure he's got milk in the fridge. I'll make yeah. sure like, I need to make sure that he comes home happy so let's make everything happen. Were, do you think you were ever afraid of like physical abuse in that relationship? So that's a good question. He did 
like when I was I put my foot down about Sasha I was like I'm done if you message her again go be with her like I'm done with this like I'm yeah. done so he I had packed my bags that day and we'd only been together for a few months I had packed a bag and I was like I'm out and he had stopped me in that hallway like physically stopped me he didn't push hard yeah. he didn't hit me but he physically acted as a barrier which I think is important to note because that psych like that goes into your psyche. Yeah, man. I have I'm been, sorry. I've been told that I physically cannot leave you. Yeah. I have been told that I physically <laughs> Yikes. cannot leave you. Yeah, that's that's rough. That's so sad. That's so sad. What a fucking asshole. Yeah. What a piece of shit. Yikes, man. Anyway. Yikes. <laughs> anyway, so we again, like none of this, I didn't see any of this. Yeah. I was like so in love with him, so happy. He's stopping me because he loves me so much he wants me to stay. Thank you. Yeah, like it's easy to see when yes. you're when when you're in it and your brain's just filled with all these things. He didn't know how serious and... I was. Now he knows how serious I am. Now yeah. he's gonna stop it. Like yeah. now I've made this boundary. Yeah. Good for you, B. Mm, no, yeah. like bullshit. So most of the relationship was great. He like he we had fun. We had great time. Like there would be little like snippets of him coming home angry, and like I had to at one point he he was given medication because he was diagnosed with bipolar BPD, um, and so he was given medication. But all throughout the relationship, he was changing his medication, hmm. and so that and he was on gym supplements let's call them Ooh. and had been taking them since he was 16 whoa okay so male brains develop they start developing at like 15 16 and they don't stop until they're 30 yeah he has been taking this since he was 16 Crazy. give or take a two like two years possibly yeah just flooding his body with uh testosterone, testosterone. like i can't imagine how that would affect of course he's angry man like yeah of course he wants to punch things yeah. like he's got so much testosterone ripping through his body and like yeah. i don't even i don't even know if he actually has bpd or bipolar or if it's just his brain reacting to all of the chemicals that yeah. were put into his body when he Maybe. was that young yeah and then he's on like medication and mm -hmm. then you mix that with weed yeah. and then it's There's like this so whole fucking happening. cocktail of it's things crazy. yeah so i kind of always dealt with that but yeah. i didn't really think about it that way yeah. i was just like no the doctor knows what medication you're on i don't think the doctor knew he was taking the gym supplements mm. and so that, <laughs> yeah. like, that's a big thing that's a big thing man and that's a very very big thing <laughs> very like big very thing. big thing so yeah. um he i had like at one point i would like make charts for him yeah like you go home or go to work have your day what if you feel like you were mad at 10 o'clock here's a chart like and so after a month holy shit i can't believe i did this for somebody after a month i'd be like okay well this triggered you this person triggered you this day of the month triggered you blah 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 blah, blah. here's your triggers go bring that to your therapy hmm. i was like here's a cheat sheet to give to your therapist really trying to help which is pretty sweet really trying to help but yeah. what most people struggle with i think in therapy is you have bad days and of course therapy is on the good day mm. so you get to therapy and you're like i don't have anything to talk about like, it's fine. <laughs> I those are the days that you're supposed to talk like when you go to therapy in a traumatic situation your head is too worked up you yeah. can't actually work through things well yeah. you have to deal with that trauma and then you can start dealing with why you had the trauma yeah so he would go to therapy and be totally a okay, not it, not manic in that moment. Yeah. But then nothing would get solved, which was just this never-ending cycle yeah. of like I would give him lists, like go go fucking like holy Hannah, like I can't I cannot handle this, like go deal with this. Jeez. So I started working at uh, a janitorial company, and this was towards like. 
the end of the when it started getting bad i would say um first of all there were a few things that happened so one he started training because he wanted to compete how that happens is you have to bulk up first so you gain a in like of, weightlifting or yeah something? like a stage competition bodybuilding was it Okay, yeah, bodybuilding. So it was like a stage show. It wasn't like a... Yeah, like not actual working out, just yeah, like yeah, how yeah. good you look yeah, on yeah, stage. Yeah. Yeah. So how that works, and that's like a grueling process. Yeah. I cooked food for that. He had to eat like six meals a day. I had to measure everything out for him. Like it was nuts. It yeah, was man. Brutal. Some of those workout people go fucking ham. Yeah, and it was like three hours at the gym every oh, day. Yeah. Like it was exhausting for us both. Like it took a toll for us both. Yeah. But I think, again, he's a very insecure person. So when he had to bulk up and gain all of this weight, that was the first time in his entire life that he was that heavy. Hmm. And you could still see his abs because of the kind of gear he was on. Yeah. You could still, like, he was very muscular, but way he wasn't lean. And that, I think, bothered him a lot. Like, he was all of a sudden more insecure about how he looked. Oh, man, like, yeah. <laughs> so he was, like, trying extra to make himself seem more masculine and seem more yeah. secure and, like, whatever yeah who doesn't have a little body mm-hmm. body image issue mm-hmm. yeah so fast forward i'm like yo i've been feeling i've been thinking about sasha it's weird what do you think about it and he's like i've been thinking about her too we should go out for dinner with her and i was like yeah for some reason i feel like we should like maybe like we just need to have this conversation maybe i feel guilty about how things ended between them i don't know whatever but she was like pretty cool. Like she's pretty chill, which is annoying. Like I always see, like, I always, I always do this. <laughs> yeah, myself. yeah. So I was like, no, I think we can, like, we can go to, the, like, I'm not, I'm not a jealous person. Um, but he did make comments when the three of us were hanging out about how we should have a threesome with her. <laughs> fuck. Which hurt me. <laughs> yeah, like, no kidding. It, yeah, fuck. <laughs> but little things like that where he would think it was a joke and fuck. I didn't want to, I couldn't be hurt because he couldn't handle those emotions. Yeah. He is a narcissist. So he would do the whole gaslighting thing and yep. love bombing thing. And like, if I was upset, he would get very upset and I'm not perfect. I'm, I hate my life and I'm so sorry. I failed you and I did this and mm-hmm. I did this and I'm not good enough at this. So then it ended up being like, I'm hurt that you made that comment, but no, 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 you don't beat yourself up. Like, I'm so, no, 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 it's not you. Ugh. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, you are yeah. amazing. You are perfect. Here's the things I love about you. Don't worry. Yeah. You'd have to feed into him. So he'd mm-hmm. so crumble as a down. human. Yeah. yeah. Like. So yeah. none of my needs were being met. Yikes. I wasn't able to communicate anything. Mm-hmm. But I started working at this janitorial company. And again, his insecurities. He didn't like that I was working downtown at a high-rise building with a douchebag, 30-something-year-old, high roller, da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> like, didn't, he was so insecure about it. I guess he had an ex-girlfriend that cheated on him, blah, blah, blah. Sure. So he would drive me to work and pick me up every day. Hmm. He had to. It would be an argument if he didn't. Hmm. And he needed to make sure that I was like, I don't, it was so controlling and yeah. so uncomfortable for me. You're only going to work because I'm allowing you to go to work. Legitimately. Like, once again, like just, yeah. Like, I, do you want me to pay Yikes. to contribute to this relationship or not? Like, yeah. I want to, and I like working, like I love working. <laughs> yeah. So in that job, I got promoted a bunch of times and whatever. And so I had to... I had to get somebody to build some furniture in the office. Sasha wasn't working at the time. So I'm like, yo, come over, whatever. Now, this guy was great, like this um, this boss, because he was like, again, super chill, but um, like easy to talk to, kind of fun and whatever. But he was not, it, well, he had a family. He had a wife and kids that actually came into the office a few times. Yeah. But he was not reasonable in that, like, 
he expected me to be up at 3 a.m. answering a phone call if one came in. Oh. Like, Ew. very much. Like, well, why weren't you here at 5 if you had things to do? And, <laughs> like, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> no. But so I was very stressed at work because he had kind of the same personality as T. Yeah. And so I, like, a lot was expected. I couldn't actually say how I was feeling because yeah. he couldn't be wrong. Like, all this stuff. So hired this person to build this furniture. And two hours later, I go into my boss's office and he's like, yo, I hired her. And I'm like, you just hired my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend. Like, <laughs> are you joking? Like, are you joking? Like, holy shit. I, I would never have done that. I would never have asked to work with my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Like, it was fine to go to the gym with her, but like, what the hell? It's fucking weird. Plus, I didn't, like, <laughs> like, I didn't, I just didn't think that, like, I would not have hired her. Yeah, yeah. For that role, I would not have hired her. <laughs> sure, sure. And as the office manager, yeah. I should have been hiring for that role. Sure. So, like, there was kind of a huge thing, whatever. But she was a trainer, and they ended up working out together. And then ended up having this, like, big, long, whatever. They had a, the, had an affair, whatever. And... I was like, none of my business. Like, they came and talked to me about this. This was actually the first time, the only time I lied to him, was they started this, like, affair. And again, T is over here, like, high almighty, like, I, the principal of the thing, you have to act a certain way, top of the company, the CEO needs to be doing certain things, like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So if he found out that they were doing this, like, A, now he's got this friend who's disappointed in, he he was right about my boss like holy shit like uh, oops and then so i just i was like holy like i it's not my not my problem yep. you not my problem none of my business whatever it doesn't affect me but then my boss wanted to like go out for meals with the four of us and i'm <laughs> yeah. like fuck i'm dude. not like, indulging your adulterous behavior this is like, so stressful yo. and yeah going out to with your boss who's doing an affair with an ex-girl, your yeah. boyfriend's ex-girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, not a fun situation. Not a fun situation. Yeah. the fuck? So whatever, all of that was <laughs> happening. Fine, whatever. But then um, then my boss came and asked me to make a consensual sexual agreement in the workplace. Yeah. And I was like, I legal system, like, yo, do you want to give your wife everything? Because this is this the is document to do it. Like, <laughs> yikes. But also, yes, I will start typing this document up. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Your wife should get everything. Like, whatever. But then I had to go home. Like, this was all of a sudden way too big and way too, like, I needed to get away from this. There yeah. was no way I could keep hiding this from him. Like, they were going public now. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. So then I went home and I was like, this is what I found out today. I don't feel like I can work for this guy and I don't want anything to do with Sasha again. Yeah. Because it was the only way, like, if he knew that I would known about this, oh, my God. I was already not allowed to go to work Jeez, alone. I was already yeah. not allowed to, like, holy shit. And... Again, this well, like, I don't, if anybody's seen the show Made on Netflix, there's this scene where she is stuck kind of back in this abusive relationship and has no control of her life and no, like, it's so sad and no, she can't see outside of this well. She's yeah. in this bottom of this well and you can hear kind of the voices in the room around her. Muffled. Muffled and, and yeah. distant and like, but that's where I was. Yeah. I had no control. Like, no control and who knows how he was going to react when I came home and told him that I needed to quit my job because this whole big thing was happening and like and I guess in that in that sense like I sounded like I was being the bigger person where it was like no they're doing something wrong I don't want to work for a company yeah. like that I'm on your level T like I want to be like no it wasn't that at all I, I could not I couldn't handle the stress I couldn't handle lying anymore like so stressful so yeah. got away from that fine whatever but then I wasn't working 
and then he would start like, well, I pay for this and I pay Ooh, for yeah. that and I pay for this. Another sign of an abusive like, fucking person. Absolutely. Yeah. But we got engaged while I was not working. Yeah. And so I, for the first time, was just like, oh, fuck. Like, now he's actually being a partner. Like, he's he's holding me up and we're going to start a family. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. And I mean, we all know how the fucking, how he told his family about it and how they reacted and like all of that. But after the engagement, um, we had talked about having kids having and yeah and he wanted to kind of clear his body out getting ready to have kids so he stopped the gear stopped smoking weed and he started changing his medication again hmm. when we got engaged a few things changed so that changed um my stance on things started to change where i'm like listen like your sister cannot keep treating me like this if we're going to have kids i want to make sure that she is not in a room talking shit about me in front of my kids yeah you need to be making or, or, sure or just like yeah she knows like you don't like this you so she blatantly Mom doesn't and like does you this. when you eat sugar. Here's a bunch of exactly. sugar. Just, just like, stuff there like that. Like there was just no yeah, respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that so that started changing. And that's very important. Very like, important. Yeah, and yeah. I I wish my mother had done this for us. I wish that we came first. I wish that she defended us first and foremost, but that was never happening. So with my kids, that was going to happen. My kids need protection. Yeah. My kids need to def- like, and I will protect them before they're even here so that you know what my boundaries are. Yeah. They will never, ever, ever be treated the way that I was treated. Yeah. And that means by you, that means by your sister, that means by your dad. Yeah. So my lines had started changing and my, I was starting to be more like verbal with it and yeah. my boundaries. And like, so all of a sudden he was like, wait a minute, like, ugh, like what? Like I, that's not what I signed up for. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. supposed to be this like supportive you can do anything to me. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So, um, and even just like, without giving too much of his family history away, like even his parents' relationship was very much like the dad was a, you know, Fortune 500 guy type yeah. guy, CEO, and the wife just stayed at home and catered to him. Yeah, and that um, was another thing too. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, nothing wrong with that, but, except there was things wrong with it. So for example- Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with the concept. The concept. Yeah. For example, we would be over at their house and his dad would be sitting there watching golf or whatever. And then his mom would be somewhere in the house cleaning or doing something for somebody else. Like mm-hmm. always something for somebody else. Yeah. And then he would yell, chips, chips. Yikes. And then she would come running from wherever she was, yeah. probably hands full of cleaning supplies. And then, hi, sorry, what do you need? Chips. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She would go to the kitchen all the way to the other side of the house, bring all the chips back. So he had a good choice. None of these words were said. Yeah. All the chips back. He would take one, not say thank you. And then kind of just like wave her away. Yeah. Literally wave her away. Yikes. So this is the relationship T had kind of behavior for him like this. Like, okay, I'm going to be making the money now. You're just going to be my little bitch. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I was very vocal. Like he never talked to me like that. Yeah. And he was good about that. And I think he felt bad for his mom in a lot of regards. Sure, sure, sure. But that was the relationship that we were in yeah. essentially yeah like, yeah yeah so so he asked for chips and he calls you by name first and he says thank you when mm-hmm. you leave yeah but still but like still like you I'm know bringing him the chips and he yeah. exactly exactly yeah. so um when all of this started happening we stopped sleeping together i thought it was just because he had stopped the medication and mm. the gear like all of yeah. these things in his butt. going they off made, steroids would be a crazy yeah, situation all of a sudden like yeah, totally made sure. sense to me um and we started planning the wedding, but then he said that he wanted to put that on hold because he wanted a house first. The line he said was, when we come home from our honeymoon, I want this to be the house that we come home to. I want it to be the kids we have house in, or the house we have kids in, and the house we build a future in. Yeah. So let's stop the wedding. Let's like plan the house first. And now that I know how this all turned out, he 
he yeah it's so frustrating <sighs> so um we started building a house in august we signed for it and then i got to basically design the entire thing it was so exciting it was so fun it was like this half a million dollar house my dream home everything i could ever want in a house our names were on it but there were little things that were happening that i did not like with the house for example his parents would have conversations with us and he um his parents would have conversations with us and I wasn't allowed to be there about money or about planning for the house sure and about like all that stuff so yeah I was yeah yeah like, you weren't really a part of it yeah like like my ha- my name is on this house not your parents yeah so why are you having conversations with them that mm. I'm not allowed to be there for like mm. this is our house our house like what the fuck yeah 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 so um in September his dad had a second heart attack he had a heart attack when he was like when T was like in high school scared them that was another like trauma thing for their family and why sure. they had this unhealthy dynamic because they were all so worried about his health but he wasn't worried about his health hmm. so he's still smoking he's still <laughs> stressed at work blah 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 yeah, but yeah. everybody else was like going overhaul to make sure that he was okay yeah yeah and um so we had the heart attack we were in the hospital for like the whole weekend or week or whatever waiting for him to have this surgery i was there i was 100 percent there there was a time when he was crying in the parkade and i I drove across town because he needed me there for him. Hmm. I was the only one that could do it. His sister, his mom, like I was there. I was, and this is a family. Like I'm here for you, babe. Yeah, yeah. That's what a family is supposed to be about. No problem. Um, Like, yeah, you keep saying how you're doing all these nice things. It's like you're saying it almost like you were doing bad things by doing nice things for him. But we'll get to it. It's Uh, it's that positive and negative. You were the positive one, and you're pouring and you're pouring and pouring, and it's great. If you were getting it back, mm-hmm. carry on. So the the he had the heart attack and he kind of was just like gone all of a sudden, yeah. like just gone. He would go to work and then go to his parents' house until ten or eleven at night and then come home and sleep. Sure, every day. So it was just me and Nova in the house for like a month and a half, two months, sure. two months. And finally, I was just like, listen, like he's fine, he's home, he's fine. Like, yeah, like can you come home now, please? Like, you have a family here. That you're like, we're supposed to get married. Like, yeah. And that was kind of my mentality. Like, we are a family now. Your yeah. parents are going to die, by the way. Like, our parents are going to die before us. Yeah. If you don't understand that, like, come on. Like, yeah. what happens when they do die? Are you just going to leave me? Because yeah. I need you here. Well, yeah. Are you just going to be a broken person when they die? Because I don't, yeah. I, I need somebody who's going to be. Who can function without can your function. parents. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, I. We had a lot of arguments kind of in that that few months. Yeah. I was just like, one time I had made him dinner and I was like, can you please come home for dinner tonight? Please, please. Like, I want a date with you. I want time with you. Yeah. One night in the last month and a half, please come home. Yeah. So I had made this whole big steak dinner, candles, the works. Oh, like, nice. We're setting it up. We're going to get it in tonight. Let's go. <laughs> so then he texted me. <laughs> we're not allowed to talk about that on here. Uh, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so he texted me. At like three or four when I had like everything was ready to just be cooked. Like yeah. everything was prepped. Everything all just had to be cooked and then done. Yeah. He texted me. He was like, hey, my sister's getting pizza. Do you want to just come here for dinner? I had just spent hours. Yikes. And no, it was already I... decided. Like she's already getting pizza. Come come over. Yeah. And I was like devastated. Like, yeah. One day. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. One day. I just want dinner with you. Yeah. So then I got mad and I cleaned it all up. Yep. Went to bed. He came home whenever and was like, no, like we could have dinner. We can have dinner. But at that point, I was just like, 
Yo, like, like, go be with your family. Like, yeah, that's what you want. It, it's like a weird situation. Like, obviously, you're not so cruel as like you're like don't spend time with your family. Uh-huh. But like, your dad had a heart attack. Obviously, you understand mm-hmm. that. But there, there, there was that level he had where been it's home like for a month and a half at this yeah. point. Like, we need to move on from this. Exactly. Exactly. One night with your fiance. Yeah. But yeah. Nope. So then I was like, at that point, I was like, we need to figure this out. Like, what are we actually doing? Because I am not okay with continuing this. Like, let's go to counseling. Let's talk to a therapist, whatever. And he was like, okay, let's go. The day before we were supposed to talk to the therapist, he was like, hey, I'm going to go to the therapist alone and talk about work. It's more important. And I was like, what? No, 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 (laughs) no. Like, we are more important. He was like, no, I'm so stressed about that. Like, I can't fix you and me because everything going on at work, like, that matters more and blah, 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 blah. Hmm. And again, family-run business. So you're still telling me that your parents are more important. Like you're, sure. like you're still telling me that I do not. He's picking you second, unfortunately. Yeah, he's just not into you. He's just not that into. He's me. just not that into you, and he's been showing it this whole time. This whole time. But meanwhile, I'm like, no, he loves. It. He proposed. Like he proposed. again, this Taylor Swift thing. You know when it's just like uh, the oh. There's this like TikTok thing where it's just like maybe we got lost in translation. Hmm. Like where it's like, well, no, like he, maybe we got lost in trend. Like maybe I was stupid to believe that we were going to get married when he asked me to get married. Like <laughs> that's crazy. Like maybe we got lost <laughs> in translation there. Like, but it, like, man. So we, after that, I was like, we are going to break up if we don't go to therapy. So yeah. pick therapy or we're breaking up. And he was like, okay, fine. So we'll go with therapy. This was the first time that I actually heard that he was unhappy. Hmm. And it was very confusing for me and I think the the therapist too because she was like, well, you've just listed off a lot of reasons. Like, you don't seem like you even really want to be in this anymore and blah, blah, blah. And that was the first time I'd heard somebody else say that he didn't want to be with me. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? Like, what? That's that's not what I've been hearing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Maybe I'm on the wrong page. Yeah. And so then I we went home. We were supposed to make lists of like non. Oh, okay. Wait, pause. We broke up. Because he had told me, like after the heart attack, he had called me one day at lunch and was like, yeah, I'm worried about my dad. I'm worried about my dad. And I don't want kids either. So Whoa, just slip that in there. Yeah. Nice. And again, like he was off gear because he wanted kids. You were building a house to the size like, oh, this is going to be the first child's bedroom. Exactly. Like we had had these conversations all the time. So I was listening to, well all of those other conversations and his dad just had a heart attack. So he's just not, he doesn't mean it. Yeah. He's just saying he's just emotional. He's just like, yeah, so it's fine. We'll talk about it in therapy. So we ended up going to therapy and then, um, the therapist had said like, go make some lists of some non-negotiables. And if your non-negotiables are not lining up, then you're just not meant to be. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like, holy shit. So we kind of, we had this conversation and we were flirting with this, like, I was flirting with like, okay, how do we fix that? He was flirting with, okay, what does breaking up look like? Hmm. We're having very two different conversations. Yeah, like yeah. Very calm. Like, it was crazy. So then one night he had said <laughs> something to me and then I was like, do you want to be with me? Yes or no. And he looked at me dead in the eyes and said, this is not my forever. Yikes. And something broke in me. As it should. Good. As it should. Something broke. I turned around. I walked upstairs and I started packing. I was out of the house a week and a half later and it was crazy because all of our friends had gone to Mexico and we were like, we were talking about breaking up and whatever, still had the ring on. Yeah. But by the time they got back from Mexico, I had moved out. 
Yeah, crazy. It was, it was quick. Crazy. I was yeah. so quick. The day after he had said this to me, he sent over an email and he was like, "Hey, you should sign this. Like, I don't want to have to. Or I don't want you to have to keep seeing this and blah blah blah." Hmm. I fucking signed over the house. Fuck. I was in so much shock. I was in so yeah. much heartbreak. I was absolutely should not have done that. Yeah. My name was on that house. He now had two houses. I was on one mattress in a random person from Kijiji's house. Fuck. He had all of the furniture that I moved in with. He had the bed that I just bought for us. He yeah. had he had everything. Two houses. He took my dog. He had everything. And yeah. I was essentially homeless. I was basically sleeping on somebody's couch. Fuck. So then um, he he was at... So the night that I moved out, it was so sad. And even thinking about it now, I'm very... I have this like detachment thing anxious detachment where it's like if i feel like i'm the problem i will eliminate myself yeah i'm sorry i don't want you to do that. like i don't want it to be harder for you i'm sorry i caused you so much pain i'm just going to disappear quietly and let you move on so i had cleaned out the house or cleaned out my room like i had a makeup room and that's basically all of my stuff was in that one room yeah and i cleaned it out and sh- like vacuumed it it was perfect it was exactly how i found it disappeared went to sleep at this like stranger's house that night and he was at a club Hmm. and I was I could not fathom that like we couldn't even go to a backyard barbecue huh we couldn't talk about it we couldn't do anything and all of a sudden you're at a club like and so this this it was it was so hard to describe I guess it would be a good way to say it because I had believed this whole this person who was sober and like clean and he wasn't going to parties he wasn't all of this stuff so who was i with who was like this whole different reality came and yeah there's so much self-doubt where it's just like who what what just happened like yeah. where did we go wrong was it just because he didn't want kids because that doesn't really make sense like and why is it just coming up now and like nothing 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 makes sense then a month and a half later well no so we broke up november 15th January 10th, I got a call and he was giving away my dog. I guess between the time that I had moved out and that day, he had walked her twice. And I would, I would, I would, I would kill for Nova, I right? think. Fuck. Yeah. Like, I, she's the <laughs> best dog. Like, yeah. and so I was. I would kill for Nova. I was but. pissed. I was pissed. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. He's giving away your dog. You took her to hurt me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You took her to show me that I got nothing out of this. Yeah. You took her. You don't even like pets. You don't even like pets. He never took care of her when we were together. He never. And. Yeah, now you're just going to give her away. Yeah. And you've now waited until I was at, <laughs> living at a place where I wasn't allowed dogs. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You selfish fucking asshole. Yeah. So then I took her back and then, and I didn't want to change my number until I had Nova. Because I knew that yeah, he yeah. didn't take care of her. I knew, <laughs> it, I knew it wouldn't last long, but I hoped it would last a little bit longer than that. Jesus. Um, but I didn't change my number until I had her back. So as soon as I had her back, she was mine. Like, change yep. my number. You're never going to get a hold of me again. Fuck you. <laughs> all of this stuff. That backfired because, again, he was explosive and erratic. So I changed my number. He realized it. And then he called my office several times. Oh, jeez. He was threatening to come show up at my office. He was threatening to like, but like, you broke up with me. Yeah. Get the fuck away from me. You got to, you're getting rid of my dog. Like, yeah. Go away. Like, leave yeah. me alone. No, it, just, it goes back to the first year of that relationship. It's just like he wants you around when he wants you around, and that's that. 100%. And just like, 
hundred percent. Now I now he's feeling lonely at night. Might as well send a message out we'll to my exes. Her. Yep, it's disgusting. So blocked his number, cut off contact. Yeah. I was still very, very, very heartbroken. Like I was still crying all the time. I still so, so, so in love with him. And I wanted to be with him. I wanted him to call me all the time. I would, this one time I went to bed and I was wishing that he would call. And two hours later, his phone was on, or his name was on my screen. Hmm. And I was like, like just, I was, oh, I just wanted him so bad. I just wanted him to figure it out, learn the lesson, whatever. Yep. So a month and, well, a week before Valentine's Day, the fateful day, I saw, I saw him driving and he, he was like 17 cars back and he was like the only clean car on the street. And I was like, oh my God, it's him. Oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God. And I like, I took different routes every day to try to avoid him. Yeah. Cause he's a fucking creep. And he's he was like, like yeah. Like a stalker, like yeah. psycho stalker. And he, so he pulled up by my car. He asked me to pull over. And again, I wanted to have these conversations with him. So I was like, okay, fine. Yep. Yeah. So in that conversation, we had talked for like four or five hours. We had talked about like, I guess he hooked up with three people and which whatever, like we were single. Yeah, like, sure. I don't know how you did that because I can't, I could never, I can't even talk to somebody without crying, but like, okay. Um, and then he was talking about how um, like, we should get back together. I'm dealing with my sister. I'm going to fix it. She's going to get cut out. Like she'll never talk to you that way. I'm going to talk to my dad about how he treats you. We're going to live separately until possession date, move into that house. And then like everything's just new slate. Everything's brand new. I've been going to therapy. Everything's different, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so I was like, Oh my God, like this is what we needed. We just needed a break. Oh yeah. The breakup just flicks something in. He need, yeah. It's yeah. perfect. Now he gets it. Then by the end of that conversation, Again, we had walked through the house that we had just built. Like I walked through it for the first time and all of this family feels are coming back and we're going to live in this house together and da 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 Yeah, like, geez. By the end of it, we're sitting outside in the car and he's showing me a message between him and my dad on his phone and some girl pops up and let's call her Mariah. Um, some girl pops up and uh, she's like, hey, are you still coming over? And then I was like joking. I was like, oh, your girlfriend texted you. Yeah. And he was like, we've only been dating for a month. Yikes. And then I did the math. Like all of a sudden, everything started making sense. Like he was dating somebody when he was getting rid of my dog. He was out of the house. That's why he couldn't walk her. Yeah. He didn't have time for her. He had been dating her when he would threaten when he was threatening to come to my office. Jeez. That's why the neighbor had said you can't get back together with him. His his behavior is disgusting. Like all of these, all of my friends, all of a sudden, it all started making sense. Like my friends knew it. That's why everybody was being shady and weird. Like, holy shit. Like you get this certain perspective when you get outside of a situation Mm -hmm. and you got outside of that situation just long enough that when you got back and you started seeing it, you're like, wait a fucking minute here. hundred percent. This is not normal. hundred percent. Like this is a betrayal. (laughs) Yes. And he kept coming back and back and back. And it was like, like every few months he would yep. call me. And even to this day, I know eventually he's going to call again. <laughs> yeah, like, you know he's going to call yeah, again. Yeah, we've hung like, out with him a couple times. We've hung out with him a couple times. Like, yeah, whatever. But, but the, last time, <laughs> the last time he came back and again, oh, okay, you know what? No. So over Christmas, a year after we had broken up, yeah. he was back. He had quit his job. He left his girlfriend, blah, 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 and started dating somebody named Tisha. Now, Tisha, I thought was great. Like she had a kid. She was like, well-established she was mature she was exactly the kind of person that he needed 
because she'd whip him into shape. She doesn't handle the bullshit. She doesn't cater to it. Like, Le- love Tisha. Yeah, that that sounds awesome. But don't ever be that person. Don't in a be really, that person. Don't for be somebody. that person that is just dragging that fucking like, I negative feel like loser. I did her a disservice yeah. by allowing her to be that role for Yeah, him. Like, like that's not so the role sad. you want. Like, so it's a different story if like you're 20 years into a relationship and then that becomes your role or mm-hmm. something like that where yeah. it's like hundreds. Now I'm protecting. Yeah, it's a different thing. But like. Don't start the relationship as his caregiver. Um, there's a scripture verse that comes to mind. Like, don't unequally yoke yourself. Mm. Um, Christians always use that as like a, uh, like, don't date a non-Christian, yeah. you know. Yeah. But it applies to so much more than just that, you mm-hmm. know. Like, 100%. don't be putting effort into a relationship that you're not getting at least the same effort back. What was happening was I was leveling up. Mm-hmm. And I saw how far down he was yep. and like, and she was leveled up. Yep. Like I loved her. I, oh my God. Yeah. Tisha, you see these people you. that are, are powerful people, you mm-hmm. know, competent people. Mm-hmm. But note, note, it did not last long mm-hmm. because he could not handle her yeah, in the same way he her. could not handle me. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Tisha, you boss ass bitch. I love yeah. you. Yeah. So that Fuck didn't yeah. last long. In that week... Um, in like over Christmas break is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, me and him had hung out a few times and the thing that switched it for me, it was so interesting. I, (laughs) I was like, we had plans for like Saturday or whatever. And I was like, Hey, what's the plan for Saturday? And he was like, well, me and Tisha are doing this and that and this and that and this. I'm so excited. And I was like, okay. And in my mind, I was like, okay. This is a perfect, like, let's see if we can actually communicate now. This is a perfect example. I'm going to go easy. I'm just going to say it calmly, rationally. Let's yeah. just have a conversation. Yeah. And keep in mind, I had been having conversations with you for a year. So, like, <laughs> I see that it is possible to just have a conversation. <laughs> so, it, yeah. So, I was like, you yeah. do know that you and I had plans for Saturday, right? He fucking flew off the handle. Like, I never do anything right. Of course I'm hurting you. I don't want to hurt you. Of course I'm hurting you again. Like, this isn't what you need. You deserve better. And da 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 da. And like, I hate that I'm doing this to you. And fuck, I'm the worst. And fuck this. And fuck that. And da da da. I'm like, like, yo. And I sat there and I was just like, oh my God. Has he always <laughs> done this? Like, has he always thrown a tantrum when somebody just said, hey, you fucked up here? Like, yeah. And, and he could fix it. He could call Tisha and be like, yo, yeah. I double booked myself. Oop, let's my let's bad. hang out on Sunday instead. Yeah. It was very simple for me. Like, I could see everything very yep. clearly, and I could see him acting like a three-year-old. Yeah. Like, it was so... I was like, oh, my... Did I tolerate this? Like, did <laughs> yeah, I create you, this you fucking out monster? Of, you were out of that situation long enough to realize how fucking crazy it was. All the chemicals in your brain, yeah. all the hormones, the smell of him the is left. The smell, pheromones, like, man. Yeah. And you've separated from it, and you're I like, separate. what and I was the like, yo. fuck? Like, <laughs> yikes. Did I tolerate yeah, yeah, yeah. this behavior? Did I think this was a man? Yeah, yeah. Did I look up to you? Oh, my God. Like, yeah. so, so, so crazy. So, sometimes girls read into things. Like, I wasn't under any crazy assumptions that we he wanted to get married. Like, the whole Lost in Translation thing. Like, that was, it's important. So, when I first met him, I was already seeing him as somebody else. Like I was seeing what he could be. Mm -hmm. I had already said like, you should go to therapy. I was already trying to fix him. I was already trying to change him, be there for him, blah, 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 blah. The first year that we were friends, we were not friends. And that's where things went wrong. Yeah, like it it sounds more like you were just fuck buddies. Yeah, but he didn't. So 
what happened was maybe not fuck buddies exclusively but like well where everything went wrong is like i let him believe that i was okay being friends yeah when i was in love with him yeah like i was absolutely in love with him yeah so i started that very long five years of showing them that i was okay if he didn't actually know how i felt yeah and it's okay if you still hurt me because i've laid out this landscape of you can do whatever you want and i'm strong enough emotionally that if you do that i shouldn't be hurt by it yeah and here's what a, a real relationship should be it's not sweet you've given me now permission to do whatever i want i'm gonna do whatever i want it's okay like i'm going to now respect you i can do whatever i want but i'm gonna respect that i'm not gonna hurt you like mm-hmm. it's like that yeah like i've trusted you now with it, my safety exactly so now then yeah the the, the return response is now I to give that safety you. yeah 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 um there were a few things where it's just yeah like in that first year i was his backup plan i was his therapist you didn't do anything wrong the girl is clearly crazy yeah i created this safe space for him to be able to be an asshole yeah and not get corrected for it and then yeah all the while you're justifying and justifying his behaviors and then when his behaviors are now happening to you you've already justified his actions on other women's and now it's easy to justify it on you exactly like i was ignoring all of this i thought this was normal like my own family treated me like shit so like maybe this is just what every family is like they all suck fuck family like yeah holy but he chose to go to couples therapy without me to talk about his job weird when we were on a verge of a breakup like if that's not a sign yeah that's not like holy shit so after he broke up with tisha um a few months later i went out for coffee with tisha and she we were just talking and whatever and then i was like well yeah when we were engaged for 11 months like it does something to you and she was like wait a minute what and i was like what and she was like you weren't engaged for 11 months i was like what (laughs) she was like he told me that you guys broke up the day after you got engaged huh i can't even tell you the blow to my chest you had a ring on your finger for not however for 11, 11 months, months. We were planning a wedding we were talking about kids <laughs> we were and he made it seem like i almost got engaged but as soon as i did it i took it back yeah yeah yeah. like i didn't want to hurt just, her uh, i didn't want to yeah, like yeah. whoa 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 instead of the reality of him investing all of this and he doesn't want to sound like an asshole yeah so you know and then it all started making sense like it all started making sense like he had checked out when we stopped having sex yeah he had we, he wanted to build the house before we got married so that we could break up before we got married and mm-hmm. he could keep the house. Crazy. We could, like, there was all of this thing and his parents wouldn't, like, the whole, his parents gave us a check for the down payment and then we were going to pay it off with the townhouse that we were living in. Yeah. And he knew that his parents wouldn't have just done that if it was him solo. Mm-hmm. But if we were planning a family and a yeah. met, like, so he orchestrated this entire thing so that he could end up single with two houses and this like high lifestyle single <laughs> 30s blah 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 like yeah. everything it took me and i had spent the last year and a half saying all of the good things about him yeah i wanted to walk away with dignity that's how i left the relationship i left quietly i left I just wanted to walk away with dignity. Yeah. He had no issue talking shit about me. He called me a cunt to my father. <laughs> Jeez. Like, what? Yeah, that's crazy. Like, yeah. the respect was just not there the same way. And yeah. I spent five years in this fantasy land 
thinking about how amazing he was and how like once he reaches his potential everything's mm-hmm. gonna be perfect and like he would talk shit about people like he didn't even like we would be driving to the gym and there's this fat person walking down the street talk shit about that person talk shit and i would say like you don't even know like maybe the gym <laughs> isn't their hobby mind your own business <laughs> like i genuinely looking back there is not one person or part of his personality that i like he's an asshole he is a very mean mean-spirited angry vindictive narcissistic abusive douchebag yep but so is my father yeah and that's i wanted i wanted to be able to change that i wanted to be different than my mom i wanted him to come through Mm -hmm. i wanted him to be different i wanted to break that generational curse and break that like all these expectations all these expectations It was brutal. Man. It was brutal. Yeah. And so as soon as I started getting that distance and like it was a few more months until he would call me, a few more months until Mm -hmm. he, and now I'm with you. And so he knows that like he's not going to get sex from me anymore if he comes back. Like Mm -hmm. it's, he, he will not get the same attention and he knows that. Yeah. So when he comes back, like last summer he came back and again, this, so this is where it all changed. Like it broke, like everything was just completely different. He came, he called me one day and he was like, yo, we have to hang out, blah, blah, blah. Like, let's do it. I'm, I'm going to see you tonight. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I actually don't really know. I'm going to talk to my boyfriend about this. Like, I don't know if I want to see you. Da, 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 da. And he was like, okay, we'll see you tonight. We'll see you tonight. We'll see you tonight. Yeah. This like player player thing where it's like, no girl, like, yeah. I'll see you tonight. Da, 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 da. And then I talked to you and you're like, yeah, man, I love going motorcycle riding. Like, let's, yeah, let's ride our motorcycles. No problem. <laughs> and he was in my life for 12 hours. Yeah. He had lied to me about like seven different things yeah. in the 12 hours. Yeah. He's dating that Sasha person again. So again, this recycling girlfriend. Yeah, and like, just like. Ugh. It was yeah. the first time I was like disgusted by his behavior, actually grossed out. Like the fact that he's recycling girlfriends, the fact that he's yeah. still with his ex and now dating this Sasha person again. Crazy. Still living in the house with this ex, Misha or whatever the call, whatever I call him, like. <laughs> just this pattern of like you cannot be alone like mm-hmm. who did i think i was with yeah oh my god and i think that was a very 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 this is kind of the point of this when we broke up i was terrified that i'd never be able to love somebody the same like that unconditional blind love blind trust mm-hmm. like i do wish that i could have i could give that to you and i i can't like he broke that ability for me to blindly trust somebody that way. Yep. And that makes me sad. But when he, he would like, he kind of made it so like, I knew that I was, I wasn't enough without him. How was I going to make it without him? He would check up on me and like, I want to make sure you're okay. I want to make sure you're okay. In his head, it was like, I want to make sure that you're still taken care of after we broke up. But that's not actually the relationship we were in. I was his support. I was his sounding board. I was his maid. I was his punching bag. When I left, he lost that. So I had to kind of sit around and be like, hey, well, what did he do for me? What am I actually losing here? What value did he add in my life? Like police, there was screaming, there was holes in the doors of the house. He was erratic. He was out of control. He had no regulation. He didn't know how to do his little laundry. He couldn't even cook frozen box chicken without burning it. (laughs) Like, take a step back, ladies. Am I missing out on raising somebody else's child? That's a great line. Whoa, ladies. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. And I'm not saying it didn't hurt because I was still very, like, 
but yeah, like I was just babysitting some yeah, you just seen this ass child. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely not. No. Regardless, though, where I went wrong, and again, because like relationships, it's always like two hands. It takes two hands to clap, right? Like sure. where I went wrong in this relationship was I was not honest with myself in the beginning mm-hmm. about where things w- were needed to be yep. for me, yep. and that laid the foundation for a whole lot. Like by the end of it, I was like. I don't even know what I'm doing. I didn't like him. He was an asshole. Yeah. I was in love with this picture or this like family thought that I wanted that I, his family wasn't nice to me. I was never going to get that family. But they're close. So they have a nice family, but they're not a nice family. Like it was all so close. And when you're in love, you don't see it. Mm -hmm. You don't see those little things that are so close. Mm -hmm. There's also this like butterfly aspect. So I've been talking, I was talking to some girl and she was like, this butterflies, like I get these butterflies and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. A therapist told me once that those butterflies aren't good. That's your, that's your body saying, uh, something doesn't seem right here. Let's like, look at this. And so, yes, you've got these hormones racing and you've got, sometimes butterflies can be good, like passion and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But I was looking for that up and down, that like love bombing, that like it was so unhealthy. You, sorry, you've said love bombing twice now. Can oh, you okay. kind of? So love bombing is like um, he gets mad at something that happened at work. He threw a phone against the table and the table shattered. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. Like you can't do that around me. I feel like my dad did or maybe my dad made me feel like I know you didn't hit me, but I don't feel safe. Babe, like I would never mm-hmm. do that. Babe, I'm sorry. I love you. I'm here for you. Like, love bombing is when a person shows a new partner w- with intense displays of affection early on in a relationship. It's a manipulative tactic used in relationships to rope someone in deeper into the relationship, with which often turns unhealthy th- soon after. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's an interesting term. Love and then bombing. after we get in a fight, it was more of it. Yeah, yeah, more yeah. like oh, I'm sorry. I love you. The most important. He threw me. Bomb. Oh, the first. The only time I've ever been surprised by something was when in the last year he had thrown me a surprise engagement party and I was over the moon about it. Like for the first time he was loving me in a way that I needed love. Like Hmm. I was over the moon about it. Yeah. When we broke up, he told me that the only reason he threw that was to keep me quiet for a few more months. Whoa. When we broke up, he told me that the only reason that he proposed to me was because it's what I wanted. He never wanted that. Fuck. When we broke up, he told me that I never paid rent. So mm-hmm. I didn't deserve one of these houses and blah, blah, blah. Well, of course I didn't pay rent. We made a, we made an agreement that I would do all of the groceries and all of the house maintenance and yeah. like your mom and dad. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what are you talking about? We never had that agreement. So, but also I have a full-time job too yeah, <laughs> at like, the same time. All of the, like, and yeah, so yeah, yeah. all of these things yeah. were just like my sense of reality for the last five years was shook. Yeah. Like I clearly was not living in the real world. I was listening to the text messages and the love bombing and feeling the chemicals when and ignoring absolutely everything. I wasn't even happy when I sat there and I was like, am I happy? Like, and I remember, (laughs) I remember this one time sitting in the house when he was at his dad's house and I was like, if I get married to him and if we have the relationship that his parents have, I won't be happy. Yeah. But also as of this moment, I can never complain about it. Yep. Because here's where I can change it. Yep. Here's the moment. Here's that pivotal moment where I could break the thing or continue the thing. Yep. And that's what I did. I I left. I never so he said this is not my forever. I didn't even fucking respond. He <laughs> never got this like 
crazy text message of emotions. Like I've got <laughs> yeah. a blog for that. Like I'm, I, he never ever, I used to sit and record myself as if I was talking to him, venting to him and sure. angry and like, because he never got that. He's <laughs> never gotten yeah. my angry side nice. ever. And he doesn't deserve that. Like, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and beg for you. Are you joking? I'm also not going to put emotional anger towards you. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. You'll get nothing of me. Yeah. Like, yeah. and after I saw him when he like came back this summer and like recycling the girlfriends and still <laughs> playing this game. And I was like, you, yeah. like, you're not a man. You're not, you're not somebody, I, you're not a man of integrity. You're not a man that I trust. I've never trusted you. That's why I never told him how I felt. Yeah. Because I knew that he could not keep that safe. Yep. Yeah. I would. I told him about my family. His response was, um, my parents would never, or my parents are forever. They would never throw me to the curb like your parents do. Fuck. Or unlike your dad with his dick behind your back. Or yeah. just abusive, like, and, and that to yeah, me. Yeah, way to, way to be a dick. Sometimes I complain about my parents to you, and I feel awful, <laughs> like, she don't even. <laughs> she doesn't even oh. have parents. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, like, there's some lines you don't. But there were just things that that he like, that to me was letting me know that I have nobody and he has people. Yeah. That's what that was saying. Yeah. Like there were all these subliminal messages coming through his angry, angry words that were ruining me and what I had built and my trust in myself. Yeah. In times of anger, like that self-control is gone. So yeah, you do let sip let slip some of your deeper thoughts, some of your more real thoughts mm-hmm. that you, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he did, and he showed you who he was. Exactly, but I kept ignoring it. And yep. I actually have this book. It's so fucking sad. I have this book. I should have brought it. I should actually do like an episode one day where I read about it. It yep. would be sad, but it's titled Messages to My Daughter. Mm-hmm. And I started writing it when I was in my first really bad relationship. And it was just like, here's what he did, and here's how I hope you respond to it if anybody does that to you. Yeah. And it's literally just like, I'm going to give it to Emery, my niece, um, when she's older. But it's like, it's so sad. And I remember sitting in my makeup room crying one day. I used to I used to hide in my closet whenever he'd get mad. Oof. Literally hide in my closet, fetal position kind of thing. Like Oof. his blood curling screams and anger. Yikes. And like, it was terrifying. Yeah. But I remember laying in my room one day and reading this book and writing in it and thinking you won't have to deal with like I'm dealing with this with dad so that you won't have to Hmm. instead of that was my ex I would never make this man your father yeah that's where the mentality should have been yeah so sad yeah like like don't wait for somebody to get their shit together find somebody who's got their shit together yeah stop on Tying yourself to these fucking losers. And making excuses. And making excuses. Genuinely, the only person you can control is yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you've had conversations with your spouse for years and years, Mm -hmm. being like, why aren't you hearing me? Why aren't you doing X, X, X They are hearing you. They're choosing to ignore you. And in that case, get out of there. Do something better for yourself. 100%. My life changed dramatically when I, like, again, it was the first time that I felt like I could actually make my own, I could drive myself to work. It didn't matter who I worked for. I could make my own decisions about my safety. I could make my own decisions about where I go out with who and for what length of time and however random it was or, like, it was 100% me. No parents, no church, no boyfriend. You're finally able to do what you, who you are. You're finally able to stop walking on those eggshells around people. I think it goes you deeper just, than that. It's 
we're born with this inherent trust and trustworthiness and like trust in ourselves. Hmm. And when, and actually we're going to do an episode on that, but like how your body works is you were able to communicate as a child before anybody else knew. You knew when you needed your diaper change. Sure, sure. You knew when you needed to eat. You, you know, have, if you hurt your finger, mm-hmm. you're crying. Like, you have different cries. Yeah. And eventually the mother learns that. They learn <laughs> that cry. So yeah. you now have trust that your mother can learn to communicate with you. Mm. As you get older, things like what he said, where it's like, you never paid rent. It's like, well, but you told me not to. Yeah. That's dis- now he's putting doubt in myself because yeah. did we have that conversation? Wait a minute. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. When moms talk shit about their dads, that's inherently putting distrust in the kids. Yeah. Well, I know dad can't be a good husband or father, so something's wrong here. Like, and you keep losing little pits, little bits and pieces of your trust in this family unit. And like, yeah. And so by the end of this relationship, Everything that I knew about myself, I had lost. Yeah. And so I'm super, 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 super grateful for this because my friends were talking shit about me. They were telling people that I was sleeping around and partying and all that stuff. They, it was like they didn't even know me. Like, do you, do you know who I've been with for the last five? I couldn't throw a party if I wanted to. I don't know how. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I just like a little weed on the, <laughs> that's all. I'm so quiet. I don't want, like, it's just so yeah, yeah. crazy. And so all of these things just like, when people talk shit about you and you know it's not true, that doesn't seem to matter. It still hurts and it's yeah. still like, well, but that's not me. And like, well, maybe I should start doubting myself. In the same way where it's just like, how do I become more trustworthy so that you don't lie? Hmm. No. Like, no. I needed to kind of put myself in a position where it's like, I know what a lie is and I know my boundaries around a lie. Regardless of how you act, it doesn't matter because you're either going to be in my life as that person or not. Yeah. And that's my choice. And I now trust myself to make those decisions about my life because that was, I'm so happy I left him. I'm yep. so happy yep. that I was given that opportunity to show myself what I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of his bullshit about him making more, about him being the CEO of some big company, about him, blah, 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 blah. Like, this was me. Yeah. I was the one who kept him stable enough to even get to where he, what he's doing now. Like, I was your sounding board. I was, so maybe, maybe what would happen? A miracle what would happen if i put that energy into myself yeah what would like forgive myself and love myself and you're not a bad person some of the things you do are bad so let's change some of that Hmm. and he 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 hated this let's let's explore that yeah because that was strong because that was strength because that was Mm. boundaries let's fucking build on that because that kept me safe like all of these things that I would genuinely have not gotten yeah. if he didn't leave me the way that he did. Yeah, like uh, you can learn lessons a number of ways. Like you can learn it through reading or you can learn it through actually being through it, like through experience. And, and unfortunately, that's the way it hits yeah. and lasts. But yeah, experiences, yeah, it, it's that where you really get the meaning of it. Anyone can read books and kind of understand the broad concepts of these themes. But mm-hmm. when, you, when, it, when you're fully there, you fully get the full picture, mm-hmm. you know. And it's I like, like, I kind of resent people who are like, nope, they're supposed to be together. Like that's no. an abusive alcoholic, but God's got a plan for their life. Oh, and like, no, what a I, nightmare. like somebody even told me that they, I don't know how to dream about some house or something like that. So then that these people were supposed to be together. Oh fuck. Stop and projecting like, your yeah, fucking like, crazy relationships on thing. people. I genuinely think I was with T for so long because everybody else, I was projecting my own thing. Yep. Everybody else was projecting. Yep. Like, like you had these friends that were like on your side. And then when you left, you find out they're all like, yo, he's kind of an asshole. Mm, kind of yeah like they 
they were just on your side and then after they're all like yo like don't do don't yeah. do it again don't ever go mm-hmm. yeah it it's brutal yeah. it was so it was like a shock i was yeah. in shock for months i was like disassociated from my like from my sense of self for months yeah it was numb it was dark it was painful i do not regret the way that i loved him because it showed me that i was capable of that kind of love like yeah no it says something about you yeah it's mm-hmm. it's, a, it's not a bad thing to want to love somebody like that mm-hmm. you know to want to give somebody your all that's mm-hmm. not a bad thing and then i gen like this is i genuinely think this is why you and i are together right now because after that i was like i need to put this into me i matter the most it's only gonna be me when i die yeah even if i do get married it's probably still gonna be me on my deathbed alone like yeah. we're probably not gonna die together like so at the end of the day, I came into this world alone. I'm leaving this world alone. I gotta, I gotta make sure I'm happy with myself. Yep. If I can't sit with myself in a room alone and listen to my thoughts and be okay with what's going on in my head and my heart, I can't be with anybody else. Yeah. If I don't understand myself, I, I can't. Yeah. So you got to see me in this time where I was just like, well, first of all, you you joined my life in the yes phase of the breakup, <laughs> which is a great phase yeah. of the breakup. Like, great Lots phase. of fun. Lots of fun. So it was like I got to explore and I got to be myself. And like, mm-hmm. I was not focused on you. Yeah. I was focused on myself and making myself happy and amazing. Like, being the best version of myself mm-hmm. was what I was working towards. Yeah, me too. I was trying to do my own thing too. Um, and that just happened like, you know, if, we, we both were trying to make the best for ourselves and then all our interests kept aligning and yeah. like, you know. I was not looking for you. And no. I, like, I mean, they always say like, don't look for the ones and then yeah. he'll come. And like, genuinely, I was not, I did not want to date. I yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. be with myself. I yeah. wanted to be in love with myself and continue loving myself. And yeah. I loved I, it. I thought too, when I got divorced, I wouldn't date anyone again. Maybe I would have the odd like fucking girlfriend or whatever, but mm-hmm. like I didn't think I would get into another serious one. Like, yeah, you I didn't, didn't break I didn't, up with her to get into another yeah, serious one. Yeah, like I didn't think I, I didn't think I wanted it. I didn't think I could handle it. What I thought relationships were, I'm like, I, I don't think I want to do that again. Yeah, like, I don't want to babysit any more children. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I yeah. don't. I also don't want an adult that's going to scream at me for something I did. It's mm-hmm. like, fuck, man. Like, we're, no one's perfect. Just move past it. Like, yeah. And, and again, that eggshell and stress. Yeah. And yeah. trauma like i i lived in that for four years one time yeah. one time we had a police officer come to our house and it was me and the neighbor and then they were like no we need to talk to be alone so they did and he was like hey just so you know somebody called this person impersonating a police officer do you know anything about that hmm. instantly i knew it was him <gasps> and then when the police officer left i just cried and cried to that neighbor and i was like it's just chaos like he Yikes. just wants chaos he doesn't know how to just stop and leave it alone and chill mm. and like holy hannah all i wanted was peace yeah and it's okay yeah, some people to like, want that yeah oh yeah it yeah. is okay to want peace and i think i think where people get it wrong unfortunately the church or religion or parents they want you to be happy and they want this family unit for you so they're like again projecting like no we want you to be in this no if you're not happy you're not a tree get up and move yeah you only have one life. You yep. only have yourself. And if you've got kids, they're looking for you to make these decisions for them. Yeah, like how many times even in this episode have we talked about just like how our watching what our parents' relationship mm-hmm. just shaped how we interact with people. Mm-hmm. Like your kids see what's happening. Your yeah. kids are not dumb. Yeah. 
Then I, we'll see. Literally, I I would have married my father if I married him. Yeah. That would like they they both needed to own a business. They both needed to not work for somebody. Yeah. They both needed to have the best things, control, anger. Like yeah. he was my father embodied. Yep. And that's terrifying. And you got away. And I got away. Good. Which is awesome. Go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's and I think and I think there is a whole other element of sex and ladies, you'll understand this that kind of changed all of this too. We're going to do a different episode on sex, but it's like Mark was saying, it's so easy to get wrapped in these little moments where it's like this connection is not anything I can get from somebody else. Yeah, because that's chaos. You're stressed. You've got this anxiety. You call them butterflies, but it's anxiety. And <laughs> it's this constant wheel. And like, no, it's it's not worth it. Yeah. To, yeah. to say that you didn't get a divorce? For what? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. That's 60 years of your life that you'd rather give away than say, well, I don't want a divorce. Yeah. yeah. It's so it, sad. It's interesting. It's it's crazy. I'm um, so happy I got like, out of it. I, when I look at relationships, like the point of my relationships is like, yeah, long term. You know, that is, that is the point of them. Mm -hmm. You know, you always want to make it work and yeah, you know, you, you got to realize people aren't perfect, but at the same time, yeah, where sorry. are your lines? You should know your lines, know your lines. before you, you get married or a, even date somebody. Mm -hmm. You should know what your lines are, what your boundaries are. Mm -hmm. You should be aware that they are, mm -hmm. they know what your lines are, what your boundaries yeah. are. And um, now that we're older, like yeah. look at your parents' relationship. Look at what they were doing when they were our age. Look at the dynamic that they must have had. Talk to your mom about it. Like, if you're in the same position as your parents, A, you're not alone. Everybody is. Yeah. But do something about that. Yeah. Like, if that, this is, we get, we get, we get control over our own lives. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah. Beautiful thing. I don't know why people opt to give that control away yeah. to another person. A person who very, very, in my case, very clearly said he did not have my best interest in mind. Yeah. And I gave him my life. Yeah. Whereas you, like, I happily, get, I trust you with everything. I know that you're not going to hurt me. So, like, or if I feelings. do that, I will be right there to be like, oh Fix no, it. let's work yeah. through this. Like the amount of times yeah. that you come running over to me, no, be, 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 don't hurt, don't hurt, don't hurt. Like, I never got that from him, and he was the one hurting me. Yeah. Like, it's just, I wanted this love story. I wanted this yeah. movie. I wanted the fireworks at the end, and. Instead, I'm. You wanted the testimony of, yeah, we had a rough relationship, but we, we worked made it, it through. Oh. Blah blah blah. No, and I don't. And now we only fight on weekends. Yes, <laughs> like I'm so happy that you and me started without. And I think maybe that's why I was so like, you need to, you need to want me. I need to make sure that you actually want me. In this yeah, and I'm not just using you for sex or mm -hmm. like, yeah, fair enough. So yeah. like, we didn't sleep together till after it was all tied. We didn't like, yeah. it was all of these things that subliminally, subconsciously yeah. I was worried about. Yeah. But you and me never had a dramatic start. No. Never. And I love that. Yeah. I love that. I With don't want every chaos. relationship, I've had a dramatic start. Hmm. And I I'm so happy that it was just easy and flowed well. Yeah. And like, it, it was funny when I was married, you know. I'd always joke with my guy friends, like, yeah, if I ever get divorced, maybe me and you will get married. Like, mm. well, we get each other so well. Like, mm -hmm. why don't, you know, mm -hmm. guys always make that joke. That's um, funny, because girls do that too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck the guys. We'll just yeah, go start exactly. at home ourselves. Exactly. And <laughs> uh, like, you, you, yeah, you, I don't know. You'd, I'd never thought I'd find a chick, you know. Yeah. That was just perfect. And it just. Yeah, I feel like. But. Fuck the love story I'm here for. Yep. I'm going to say it. This is gross. I'm here for the life story. Oof. 
<laughs> yeah. But I'm here to build a life with you. I don't care about the fireworks. I don't care about the fights. I don't care about the like passion and blah, 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 blah. Like you and me, I mean, we've got passion. We've got all of that stuff, but I don't have to work to get it there. Yeah. And that should be the standard. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't have to try hard to make this relationship something I want. One thing I always did with my ex for justifications of like, man, I just wasn't that into her. But mm-hmm. one of the things that we'll have to do a breakup episode for me eventually, mm-hmm. but it won't be for a minute. But like, yeah, like I would always be like, well, I'm going to go hang out with my friends because there's two of them. And it's like, you can come hang out with us. That'd be great. But like, you're not, you're not better than two of my friends. If two mm. of my friends are at a place, I'm sorry, they're cooler than you. Interesting. Like, um, yeah, it, it was this weird kind of mindset where it's like just... I don't actually think you're the coolest person. Where B, I think you're you are the coolest person, you know? Um I don't know. I just don't think you should settle. Like it's yeah. not worth that relationship to settle with somebody that you're just not that into. Do you think that if you were told that you could date and not to marry right away, that things would have been different for you? No, no, no. Okay. Um I don't think that affected me too much. Like so Yeah, I won't get into my whole thing, but yeah. But I'm yeah, I'm excited to talk to you about this. And yeah. I'm so happy that I can talk to you about my life like yeah um that's one interesting thing too like so now i've just sat here and listened to you ramble for an hour and 50 minutes about your ex are you hurt no i'm not because it's important to know your partner's history so you Mm. can history is the most important thing it's like you learn from it. even in the world yeah man fucking history book right now right now (laughs) yeah look in the history books how government treat people Uh we don't need that government anyways that's a different rant too but anyways like when 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 you have the context, when I have the context of the relationship that you're in, I am now able to make better choices mm-hmm. to benefit you and also benefit me as well. hundred percent. But I'm glad you um, that. Yeah, it's just talk, talk, just talk. Talk. Yeah. And like, obviously, I don't like necessarily hearing about your sexual relationships with other men, but at the same time, I'm an, I'm an adult yeah. and I'm not a little bitch and I can move past it. Like, yeah. like, like if you got hurt about that, that's something that you, that, that there's something security else, or yeah, yeah. whatever there that, yeah. I yeah. It's just like, yeah. Like, but the ability for you to be able to communicate your feelings openly and honestly with me and for me to never be able to jump down at you. If, mm-hmm. if you are sharing something that might be a little awkward, mm-hmm. but it is beneficial ultimately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 100%. And I appreciate that you give me this safe space to do that because I, again, have never been in relationships where I can tell the history and tell, like, why I am the way I am. And, like, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. Thanks, babe. Yeah. Pretty much for me, as long as you're not telling me what to do and controlling me, yeah. uh, like, I don't care what other people do. Live and let live. Live and let live. Yeah. And, like, 100%. we all have history. We all have hurts. Hopefully, we can work through it together. 100%. Um, yeah, man. How how we how we deal with the notes? Do you feel comfortable, confident? Yeah, I feel like I don't know. Like I'm so happy that this episode is finally there because I keep having conversations with girls where I'm just like, no, he, no, I've been there. No, no, stop. Leave there. him. Leave him. Yeah. Leave him. He's leave not him, into. Him. He's just not into. He's just not that into. Yeah, I've been hanging out with this guy for weeks, and yeah, he only mm. texts me on the weekend. Mm-hmm. He's not into you. Yeah, but- I remember the other day I, uh, I I had a service call. I had to go fix somebody's rental property or whatever, and it was late at night. 
And I texted you. I'm like, I wish I was in bed next to you. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to be with you. Yeah. Find somebody that wants to be with wants, you. Wants, like, excited to come home exactly. to Exactly. 100%. Like, I'm and, and, so And don't happy. settle because it's not worth it. It's going to do you more harm than good. If I think that's the takeaway. If you're going home to your home, which is, like, home base, this is where you spend most of your time. Mm-hmm. This is where you sleep. You need to be this calm. Where you unwind. This in is order where, to sleep. You need yeah. to be able to unwind. You need to. And if your house is the most stressful thing in your life, that's an issue because yeah. then everything else is going to be stressed. Yeah. Who, oh fuck, I wish I remember who told me this. I was talking to somebody and they said, um, yeah, like I was putting all this time and energy into work. People put so much time and energy into work and we make sure that, you know, X is done on time, that mm. X employees looked at, all these things we do for work. And then we get home and we don't do anything for our personal life, which is infinitely more important. This is wisdom from the engineer. The artiste, the keeper of Bitcoin, and alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. He said some good stuff the other he night. He said we... some good stuff. Yeah. Like, and that's so powerful. Like, and I do this a lot, yeah. not anymore, but like, I'm, I'm really good at work. Mm-hmm. Everything. Like, I've got deadlines. I've got things to do. I, but I don't look at life like that. But maybe we need we to start. We should. Yeah. Like, like, what are we putting out into the world, engaging into the world that will better our lives, yeah. not just work? Yeah. Yeah. Whether and I mean, like we've been doing that. Like I'm reading now, and yeah, I've yeah. got a lot of books going on the go. And you're doing different things. Like we're both enriching our lives mm-hmm. with as much knowledge and wealth, mm-hmm. and like n- like wealth in education. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Where it's just like we have the we have the control over our own lives. Yeah. And we live in one of the best times ever. We in really that do. We have Google. Yeah, we have the power of all the world at his fingertips. We have goddamn refrigeration. I can go grab a <laughs> snack whenever I want. 100%. Like, there are crazy things happening. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah. like, overall, we live in a fantastic time. It, in previous generations, like, fuck, even, like, my grandparents, they didn't have time to work on themselves. Mm-hmm. And it shows. I that think old also- fucking boomer generation are all just useless old stuck in their mindset because yeah. they, they didn't have time to work on they were doing stuff they were building From a world sunrise to sunset yeah and i get that it, yeah. it, it not trying to hold it against them but mm-hmm. like we thankfully have the time and the ability to work on ourselves mm-hmm. and we really need to do we develop that. faster we develop like we're smarter we our brains right now because of how we grow up work faster than our grandparents' yeah. brains at their time of growing Yeah, up. and like the generation that has grown up now on TikTok is even mm-hmm. faster than my brain. Yep, like, 100%. Like that's just how it works. And I'm glad that you mentioned back in the day because this whole, and you would kind of, you briefly talked about this, this whole like you can't leave your husband thing, blah, blah, blah. Back in the day, women could not get mortgages. Yeah, exactly. You couldn't. It was like a thing. Or like, okay, like back in the day, you needed a man and a woman to try to get this farm mm-hmm. working. Like, you can't do it alone. Yeah. Thankfully, nowadays, it's a different time. Different time. You, you can, can be alone. And again, like my brother, yeah. my niece is in a way better setup now yeah. that she has two loving parents who support each other, who love each other. Actually want to be with each other. Yeah. She's got a younger brother now. Like, And it's yeah. just there's love in that house. Yeah. And I'm so fucking happy he left the baby mama because yeah. now he gave the niece opportunity to have that loving home. Yeah. Where all of these people are like, no, you can't leave that abusive, unloving home because it's divorce. Yeah. No, you're you're taking away the opportunity for them to build a loving home. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think there's something beautiful in too where people like, well, you have a kid and like now you have to stay together for that kid. No, no, no. You had a relationship and that relationship produced a kid, which was maybe the point of that relationship. Yeah. Now you have this beautiful child. You've got this beautiful memories. You're building this now life. Yeah. But y- 
now especially, especially because there's a child, you need to protect that child. Yeah. And giving that the opportunity to, you know, be healed and not have to heal from a childhood that you maybe had to heal from all that. Kind of, yeah. So important. Yeah. Again, we get control over these things. Stop giving it away. Yeah. 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 Powerful. There's just some powerful stuff in there. Um, yeah. Be better. Be better. Don't let people fucking walk on you. Yeah. Life is too short. Life is too short, man. If you guys have stories or um, if this resonated with you at any in any regard, I would love to hear it. This yeah. is kind of a scary episode. We went really deep into my psyche yeah. and the mistakes that I've made. And I think it is, it's incredibly embarrassing to some degree that I put myself through that. It's embarrassing that yeah. I let that happen. And I think that's something that girls struggle with a lot too, where it's like, I was better than that. I know that. Yeah. Like, come on, B. Come on. Yeah. But I have to be easy on myself. I have to forgive myself. I made that mistake. I learned my lesson. Mm -hmm. Who am I now and what can I offer to you because of that relationship? We've got it. Very cool. Guys, send us your stories at Pillow Talk with Mark and B at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram or Facebook at Pillow Talk with Mark and B. Yeah. Um, If... One one more thing. If you're if you are going like if if this did speak to you and you're like in this like shitty relationship and you don't know what to do and you just literally, I would love to talk to you about it. Just send us a message. Like legitimately. Like, I know it's so tough and if you don't have anyone else and you just want this outside person that you can just fucking vent to. Yeah. Like please. It might just be that push, that extra little thing that you mm-hmm. need that to to get free and take control of your mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Most people So please I find reach out. Please reach 100%. out. Hundred percent. Like you're not alone. You should not be lonely. This might mm-hmm. end up being one of the loneliest times in your life. Yeah. In that relationship, it probably is. But outside of that relationship, yeah. you've got us, you've got family, friends, like reach out. Exactly. We're here for you. Exactly. Cool. No, I'm 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 happy. I'm super happy with that episode. Thank you for being so open and honest. Like, yeah. it's tough. It's tough, it's tough being tough. honest, especially online now. Now but, we get messages from yeah. people, which Ooh. is nice. But we get messages sometimes where it's like, it's like, ooh, you should say this differently. Blah blah blah. Whatever. But no, we really appreciate you guys being here with us and doing this with us. And yeah, it's 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 amazing. I love this. Yeah, it's nice. Thanks um, for you being here with us. Yeah, Thank like you. even if we like that's the thing about this. I would be having this conversation even if I wasn't recording it, mm-hmm. you know? Like I think this is important for me and you. Yeah. Um we were kind of talking the other day about just like similar hobbies and we're like, "Oh, I guess we don't really have any similar hobbies." Like, yeah, okay, we both do art or mm-hmm. we both like hikes. You know, there's always kind of talking about life is our hobby. Yeah, like doing this podcast is now a mm-hmm. hobby like that does benefit the yeah, way let's we communicate come up with the subject and, like, and then talk about yeah. that all week and learn about each other even more and deeper and yeah somebody had said that this podcast is like conversations on steroids <laughs> and i love that <laughs> that's funny this is our household yes <laughs> this is exactly how it is yeah but yeah welcome to the conversation mm-hmm. we're happy to have you and we enjoy it yeah well that was two hours if you've made it this far guess what time it is it's time to go into our episode description open up that patreon link patreon. and subscribe one dollar we do appreciate all the support i don't think we shouted out the patreon people oh my goodness no so to sorry everyone for we got two new patreon people um get your poll get your poll he's a nice guy from uh, my lore hammock community fantastic dude amazing um thank you for the support and also we got ataraxia ataraxia thank you so much yeah i don't know if i said that right but thank you thank you guys i get so excited when i see new patreons yeah 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 no it's so nice it's it's just so nice um 
<laughs> yeah. It genuinely feels like you guys are like you're you're investing in what we're doing and that makes me feel better about what we're doing. Like yeah. it's good. Like we're on the right path. It's good. Yeah. Like money just speaks louder than words. You yeah. Know, whatever. But <laughs> we don't need to we don't need to get into a whole money talk. Thanks again for joining us, everybody. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I loved our pillow talk. Me too. Bye.